you, man. Y'all don't understand this incel pain, bro. Y'all don't understand this shit, man. Y'all motherfuckers ain't never been through this shit, bro. You don't understand how it feels, man. Living with this shit day after day. Y'all think it's a joke? You think my feelings don't matter? You don't know what it's like to live in a world where everybody hates you. Where you are worthless. Where the obnoxious brutes are rewarded instead of you. Because you have no value to society. You don't know what it feels like, man. Listen, I'm about to tell you what it feels like. Hey. That boy is Benny fucking night. It's the same damn to my head, trying to blow out my fucking brain, bitch, I can't take this shit no more, I just wanna go home, this pain is just so real, I can't let go, bitch, this incel shit is real, man, it makes me go oh. insane, what is this, I'm episode 7 of the man, successful comedy podcast, I think game. so, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's episode 7, uh, wow, Seven weeks, almost two straight months of doing this shit. It's fucking amazing. I'm very happy with it. Just put together a J. Oh, we've got so much to talk about today, I hope. Uh, <laughs> first of all, we went to go see Ari Shafir. Yeah, last Tuesday. We last went to Tuesday. Ari Shafir at a pretty close by theater, actually, which was super nice. Oh. It was a very short bike ride home afterwards. Yeah, like 10 minute bike ride, 15 minutes tops or something. Super chill. It Okay, granted, the theater is kind of in a shitty neighborhood, like... We, Super Muslim. Well, not not that, but also just... Especially the, the teenagers there are just fucking bananas, man. Well, it's like my girlfriend said when we when we first went into that area, and she, she's from the north of the Netherlands. When she first when I first took her to the west of Amsterdam to Plein 4045, she said, Are we in Holland? <laughs> that was exactly what she said. Are we even in Holland anymore? It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't feel like you are. True. It does not. Like if you are at that uh, that uh, that Muslim uh, supermarket, Tanger. The, the, yeah, Tanger. Or yeah. Tanger. 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 It literally feels, smells, and sounds like you are in a different country, especially smells because hey, that's did you, did you peel my last cigarette? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Here you are. Some bitch. Some bitch. So, yeah, Some... but uh, there was Ari, Sh- Ari Shafir. And the funny thing was, his show was all about being a Jew. Yeah, the whole show was all about his studies of Judaism. And it was like a Ask Me Anything session as well. About, ask Me Anything About Judaism. Because uh, if, if you're not familiar with Ari Shafir, for the first half of his life, basically, he was an extremely devout Jew. Orthodox. Uh studied in Israel for many, many years, uh, very, very knowledgeable on the subject of Judaism and the history of it. Uh, he's kind of a history buff in that sense too. Uh, which is, I didn't really, like I knew that about him, but I had no idea he was going to be doing this as the basis of his comedy for the whole podcast or podcast for the whole show. But it was fascinating to learn so much cool stuff about it. Like there was, there was things that, that, that I didn't even know a, a lot about these little little things. And like the, the forbidden book section where he was reading about, uh, uh, they, they get into the specifics of what happens when you masturbate and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why it's a sin because like literally a, a demon woman sits on your cock. You can't see her, but she sits on your dick and she sucks up your sperm and she goes back to, to hell and has your babies there every single time you jerk off. And apparently before you go to heaven, you don't go to hell for doing this as a Jew. You don't go to hell for anything as a Jew. But before you go to before you go to heaven, they take you down. Like, hold on, you got to meet your children first, you know? <laughs> and you go meet all these mutant children. 
they're half demon, half your masturbating sperm. And, uh, you know, it's like what he said in the thing was, uh, he's like, you don't go to hell. It's like, all they do is just kind of like kill the vibe before they, before you go to heaven. <laughs> so they're like, well, welcome to heaven. Here's your house. And you're like, yeah, oh, great. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just totally fucked. <laughs> what did I just see? <laughs> I was, and, and that is real. Yeah, that's just that's this is this People is this is what Jews actually that. believe. Yeah, this, like these, rabbis sat in a circle and yeah, they came up with these things, about yeah. these things and stuff. It's just fucked up. Awesome. But it was it was such a fucking funny show. It I was mean, a great like show. it wasn't all about Judaism. Like he he used Judaism as his launching pad and and it was the basis of conversation for the for the show. But he often branched off into random other shit. That wasn't about Judaism. Like, he would branch off, and they'd be like, I'm getting off subject. Because <laughs> he would just start bitching about, I don't know, uh, Amsterdam shit. Things like that. That was really nice. And, and it was all new material as well. Yeah. I've, I've seen all of his stand-up stuff. Yeah. I've, I've listened to all of his albums and everything. Like, I've... It, except for, like, uh, stuff that he tests out in clubs, I've heard pretty much all of his material. This is all new shit. Like, at the beginning, he started mentioning the Anne Frank House and the grilled cheese sandwiches and shit, and I was starting to think, like... Is he going to do the grilled cheese bit with the Anne Frank thing? Is he really going to do this right yeah. now? Because that's from Double Negative, I, I think. I and didn't it's also even, even like that, that bit so much, to be honest. Oh, where, where Anne Frank sneaks out to get a grilled cheese and she comes back upstairs in the attic and she's like, oh, did you want something? Yeah, that, that, was, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But he went a bit too long on the grilled cheese. And I was like, dude, they yeah. ate tulip bulbs. They didn't even have cheese at well, that point. But, they didn't, but he was making fun of, you know which place? I know exactly the place he's talking about. Next to the Anne Frank house, there's a little cafe. It's actually... It's actually the nunnery on the side of the church that's right next to it, the Westerkerdick. It's 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 the nunnery of the Westerkerdick, like the house where the nuns and the priests live and st- stuff like that. Yeah. But then it got converted into it's it's like a cafe kind of thing now, like where you can yeah get a sandwich and stuff. But it's not like a bar club kind of thing, uh, but it is like a little lunch place now. It's, like it's a die kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but a little fancier than little that. Fancier. It's nicer. It's it's in a church, so it's it's nicer. Well, it's in a, it's in a nunnery, but it's still a holy place, so it's yeah, it's definitely. it's nicer. Yeah. Uh, so it looks a little fancy, but that place, they do serve gourmet everything. Like they have like toasties and shit like that. But when you get your toasty, this is why he's talking about it's the best grilled cheese he ever had because he just had like this amazing toasty with like pancetta on it and like, you know, like, like, like not you just know, a, toasted in a pan with yeah, butter yeah, yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Like with really pan to- good dude, pan mix of cheeses are the inside and shit. And... Can I briefly address that anybody that makes a toasty or a grilled cheese on like a, a George Foreman grill or something... You are wrong. You need to get yourself a good ass fucking frying pan, like a cooker pan, just a little bit of butter, and make your grilled cheese in your pan. That's a chef's tip right there, free of charge. Let's do this. <laughs> oh man. Same thing. Free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> For hearing this, you now owe us money. <laughs> yeah. It will change your life uh, regarding grilled cheese because George Foreman grills. I mean, they just. They're nice. I, I will not turn any grilled cheese down to be to be completely uh, clear. Okay, sorry about the grilled cheese grilled cheese segue. <laughs> I'm glad you really made your point there. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It means a lot to me. I love me a grilled cheese. Uh, just just this week earlier this week, um, I was it was a rainy ass day, which is quite common in the Netherlands. But it was the first really rainy day where it just rained all fucking day. Yeah, it was yeah, the first one in a while that we had. It's usually lately it's been just raining at night, and you're like, oh, that was lucky. 
But th- last week True. it rained October all days for a few dry. days. October yeah. was very dry. We had a very convenient year in terms of weather. That's not common for the Netherlands. But anyway. But now um, it's foggy. And... I made a tomato soup, like homemade tomato soup with uh, homemade grilled cheese sandwiches as oh, well. That's so oh, American. <laughs> with, with American cheese slices too, like the fake American cheese oh. and stuff. No, but that's, that's when you want to have a real American grilled cheese, it's done with that. And those okay. stuff that they make here, the American cheese slices, it's just, it's creamy cheddar. It's real cheddar. It's not fake cheese here. But still, I don't really like it. I like to get eh. me a good block of cheddar. Yeah, but that's you're not getting the same. You're not getting the same uh, thing. It's a, it's a, a, it's a totally a, different thing. It's a different type of thing. Not the cheddar's too sharp. It's not in a supermarket, but I mean at a good cheese uh, cheese shop. I'm sure there's plenty of people that disagree with me and agree with you much more fully, but yeah, there's something about the gooiness. The gooiness of time. a good craft American cheese slices, uh, grilled cheese. It's very nice. It has this gooiness that just. When you separate the grilled cheese sandwich and you cut it in half. Oh man, it, I ate a fuckload of those in my college. And, and but it's the kind years. of cheese that it, it doesn't just string; it also becomes liquid as well. It's just the, you oh, burn it's your mouth. Oh, it's fucking amazing! I love those. Quick. I like the American cheese slices. I do like it. Like when I came out here, I first Bushy. started having. Well, I started having like all the Dutch cheese and French cheeses and stuff like that because I love that stuff too. Like I actually, I'm not this guy who's like, oh, I don't like those real cheeses. I like me a good American slice. No, no, I like that too. I also like that shit, you know, like not just in addition. So I don't know. It's it, it's a it's a it's a weird habit I guess I picked up or I kept from the states. I also like when I made Thanksgiving dinner for my girlfriend and her family and stuff. Uh, not this year, but last year. I couldn't afford it this year. It's too expensive, too, and too much time consumed to do it and stuff to bake a turkey. You know, I just didn't feel like doing it and arranging it all. Last time I had plenty of time to arrange it, but this year not. But anyway, last year I made this big fucking like. 15 dish thanksgiving dinner you know no one else made a single dish i just made everything in the kitchen while they sat there drinking all day having a good time enjoying themselves and stuff and then boom this massive dinner and they all got so full that they passed out mm-hmm. but there was one dish that they didn't touch and it made me realize like what of the dishes are like super american it's like just too american for anyone to even try and that was uh this marshmallow dish it's a dish done with like you basically make using jello uh cream and whipped cream fruits like canned fruits like the little tiny mandarins and little like like that fruit cup kind of fruits like those kind of things mixed fruit uh uh pistachio nuts and stuff like that you make this kind of like a jello but actual jello gelatin but it's not clear because you also mixed cream with it so it's actually a creamy colored jello yeah yeah. uh with fruit inside it topped with with like extra fruits and then also like and, and it's also mixed in with tons of marshmallows as well. The Jello has marshmallows, mini marshmallows mixed in with it. So it's quite a sugary dish. And it's but fucking it's like delicious. A, it's a dessert. It's a dessert. And they all looked at it like, what is that? <laughs> Come on, it sounds delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. But I can see, like, I had this whole spread of all this amazing stuff and everything. And then there was this marshmallow dish. And people were like, that just looks like a gigantic casserole dish filled with sugar that you just made there. And that's basically what it is. So people tried it a little bit, and they, they all use the excuse, they're like, oh, after everything else, I'm just so full. And it's... Yet they still had, like, a big-ass slice of pie afterwards and shit. Like, they just avoided it. And I was what like, kind of pie? Oh, I made my famous apple pie. Oh, apple pie. I make a very good apple pie that's, like... Dutch people love apple pie. It's like five kilos, this motherfucker. Yeah, it's nice. huge. It's fat and it's tall, and the crust is is thin and crispy, almost like uh, almost like pastry. It is a pastry crust, but it's also like thicker, but it's still pastry. It's flaky. It's got layers and stuff. Yeah, you can yeah. peel it. Even the bottom crust that's sitting underneath all the juices of the pie stays crispy the way I make it. It's fucking crazy. Nice. 
But yeah, Ari Shafir was hilarious. <laughs> Ari Shafir. <laughs> he was amazing. I laughed my ass off, and he was clearly having a good time because the schedule was that he was going to do two 45-minute sets with like a 10-minute break in between, but he did like two one-hour sets. The first set was more than an hour, and the second set was well over 45 he minutes. Even forgot, he forgot the time. He, at some point, he was like... Oh, I, uh, oh, where? I gotta go. Like, and then he was like, hmm, we'll be kind of weird to just go now. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> walk up. <laughs> he did do some a few jokes after that, but... Yeah, and he like left us with one more big story joke, and that was about the masturbating thing, which is really great. He's talking about the religious connotations of masturbating in Judaism. And, uh... Oh, it was, it was, it was such a fantastic show. And in the middle of the show, like during the intermission, like we went outside to have a joint, and Ari was standing out there kind of standing by himself. Looked like he was basically just waiting for people to come up to him and give him joints, which people did. I didn't do it. Which is weird because he had weed. But he probably well, maybe. He come on, he was in Amsterdam. Of course he had weed. Yeah, he had weed, but maybe he didn't have something rolled up in his pocket ready to go right there or something. Maybe he wanted just Prepare people to... more Ari. I've heard from his Ari. podcast that I heard from <laughs> You son of a bitch. Yeah. Fucking Jew. This fucking guy, Steve, rolls <laughs> five or six joint. Pre- he's a Jew. That's why. He's, he has he's weed. He's a Jew. He has That's weed, why. but he's going to go outside and wait for the weed that everyone wants to give him for free. He talked about on his tour, people hand him drugs and you just take them with him for the next thing, like when he's touring in America, not crossing country borders and shit. Like, people would give him, like, this or that drug or whatever, weed and stuff like that, and he'd be like, thank you, and then he would just stay <laughs> here with them, and he would have, like, weed Not even really door. talking to them, because he was standing right next to us. I didn't even notice him. He was standing there with a hoodie on. And no one was really talking to him. And people nobody were was... Just, they were just like, okay, because it's kind of weird. There was one guy, but I think it was an American guy who he was on tour with who yeah, was, who was like, knew him. helping him. Yeah, he knew him. He was just, they were just standing outside talking, but people outside were talking, like, kind of around him, outside smoking their joints, and every once in a while, one would turn to him and just, like, pass their joint to him, and he'd be like, thank you. Yeah. And he would just <laughs> take a few puffs of it. And, like, yeah, and he was just like, like a pigeon just standing there waiting for people to drop food. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super nice to see how, how much respect the audience had for him, because yeah, that's, that's Holland, though. It's harder to do that in the States. You get the crowd and the lineup yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you get the people like, oh, my God, all the dumb chicks the and, and the, the dumb guys. And the, and oh, get a selfie and all this other stuff. Oh, so and, all, all these yeah. people realize, like, oh, he's having his break from the show. He, he's Let's actually said that he does up. like doing that to a certain point. He does like doing it. I and mean, sure, also, Bert Kreischer, okay. Bert Kreischer, it's part Sorry. of his show. That's okay. It's part of his show to actually have the meet and greets. Meet and greets are a part of his show. After the, after Bert Kreischer's shows, he's outside. Oh, after that he is does not photos. A he'll, be like, he'll be like, "I am at this bar afterwards. Let's have a drink." And he means it. You can go there and buy a drink with him and drink a beer with him and talk with him for a while, get a photo with him, and then the next person comes along and does the same. The guy drinks like fucking fifty beers in a night. <laughs> really, it's crazy. Like, and he will meet everybody. He meets everybody, and there's no charge for it. A lot of these people like try and charge for photos or charge for meet and greets and shit like that, or they do VIP ticket packages so you yeah. can meet them and stuff. But uh, Bert's always been like, "I want to just meet everybody." Because his comedy is, like, he's this guy who just, like, goes out and parties, and that's how he gets stories for his comedy. So he just meets tons of people all the fucking time, travels the world and meets people, gets very drunk with strangers all the time, wakes up in their houses sometimes. You know, like, he gets, he gets like, college frat guy drunk still to this day. Oh, man. He's, he's, but that's his comedy, like, and his family accepts it. <laughs> he goes to a doctor regularly to make we sure his health all... is okay, so there's a good balance, but, like... <laughs> We are all he's just amazing. watching a person destroying themselves. Oh, he's really killing... He is killing himself with drinking. All of his friends, like Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, uh, Tom Segura, all of them have said, like, that guy just drinks way too fucking much. He'll just, like, polish, polish off a handle of vodka to himself in a day. Yeah, that is Shit, just, like, there's, like, Tito's that's whiskey and shit. Okay. Like, it's unbelievable. He does this shit all the time. That's really not okay. He's the machine. That's yeah. why he's the machine. <laughs> this, this literally... But that's the thing. Everybody... <laughs> 
a lot of people have the machine in their life that is not famous but still the yeah, machine yeah. and even yeah. multiple people sometimes and it is funny uh, up until a certain point if you look objectively yeah. at it it's pretty fucking sad that some person is just destroying themselves so hard yeah. over alcohol or whatever else they uh, they destroy themselves over because you can have a, a bad thing with a lot of things like diet coke like diet coke okay steve is now showing Here. me the diet coke this is a guy drinking uh, a two liter of diet coke without <laughs> stopping without burping yeah, right. And he feels like he's really accomplished something. <laughs> I just, I just drew it all in the stuff. Well, holy shit, guys. What do you know? So, so make sure you check out the videos, uh, all the links to a uh, successful YouTube channel. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> he doesn't really... <laughs> It sounds like it's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> While he's burping, he has this look on his face and he can't believe it's going on for so long. He's just so shocked. Damn right. already been put to metal music with the background like blast bees like what else is funny is looking <laughs> is looking at the the, the waveform that's generating from the podcast, you just see like this huge black <laughs> <laughs> where the, the, the levels are maxed during the burp. <laughs> that's because it's Satan sending us a message. <laughs> saying that you shouldn't do these stupid challenges, but sure, whatever, let's... Uh... I mean, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm, I'm glad it's two liters of Diet Coke. Even if it's fucked up, two liters of Diet Coke... You... First of all, Diet Coke is disgusting. <laughs> Second of all, two liters is just too fucking much. But, I mean, the burps are funny. This guy looks a little, I don't know. He looks like He's just a weird... half American, half Asian something. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And, He's like a Jan Willem. And he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he looks like, and he has a, well, Jan Willem's parents both are from... Yeah, but he's raised here, so he just sounds yeah, but like he a looks, Dutch guy. Yeah, but he looks mixed. He looks mixed. Like, yeah, like he has, like, a parent from both. But it doesn't really matter. He has, like, this bandana on his forehead, like a, like a ninja. Wears a very edgy shirt. Anyways, <sighs> doing the two-liter Diet Coke challenge and burping, like, never before. Like, he's seriously halfway through the burp. You see his face, like, I can't believe I'm still burping. It is involuntary. <laughs> it looks like... This is the most epic belch I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, the first time I heard this video, it was just... I was like, this is going on the podcast, first of all. But then I, I really was just in tears, snot running out of my nose. Couldn't stop playing that over and over again. Clearly. <laughs> if you, if you want to see this video for yourself, it's like three and a half minutes or four minutes. It's totally worth watching. It's two liter diet Coke challenge, no burp. Just look that up. Asian kid with a skull t-shirt, like an independent skateboarding company t-shirt on with a skull. And he's got like a black headband on. It looks like he's sitting in a hotel room or something. That's probably just his bedroom. <laughs> it's probably just his bedroom, but it really looks like a hotel yeah, bedroom. Yeah, it looks like a motel bedroom. Yeah. 
Like, he had to go Fish. somewhere secluded to do this where no one... <laughs> if my he mom finds up, out, I, I drank two liters of Diet Coke. Showed up with just a duffel bag filled with two liters and shit. And, like, wrote down, like, John Smith as the, as the name for checking in and stuff. <laughs> yes, I am John Smith. <laughs> oh, man, that is the... That is just... But, uh, yeah, these challenges, that is really a phenomenon of this time we're living in now. Like I like this challenge because they're not doing... Yeah, but all those things are linked to a, cha- a charity of some kind. This is just to see if you can do this without burping, and most people fail it. Like, as far as I know, there's only, like, three or four people who have posted a YouTube video where they've done it successfully. Everyone else has failed. Like, they post videos of them failing it. There's three or four guys who have... Like, a lot of people have tried it. There's a lot of videos of this. It's not something that there's, like, five guys have tried. There's hundreds of these. Of course, because... Three or four have done it. People are cheap, and they, they walk and like, Oh my god, this is cool. Let's do this. But, of course, the Asian kid with the headband and, like, that fucking... <laughs> that oriental concentration, man. Like, he got that shit done. <laughs> He's like, I never tried this before. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> uh, damn right. <laughs> I love that. It's just damn right, and then suddenly he has this look on his face no! like, uh oh, <laughs> and it's like building up too. It's like, that was the best thing. That's the best thing I saw on the internet all week for sure. All week. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Have you seen Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage? No. <laughs> One more time. Damn right. I just drew it all over myself. I felt it important to actually describe what this guy looks like because if you think about like okay here's here's a kid just drinking an entire two liter of Diet Coke immediately the image in your head is probably some very fat American kid yeah like some very with no shirt on in a house that looks like their his parents are a hoarder six chins <laughs> cats he's wearing, everywhere he's and shit chins. six chins underneath his chin beard <laughs> <laughs> no this is like some he's pretty lean. he looks like he's probably he's probably pretty fit. Yeah. Underneath his shirt. He looks pretty... Uh, he looks like he probably works out or does <laughs> kung or, fu. Or skateboarding. <laughs> kung fu while skateboarding. He, uh, yeah. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Samurai kick No, but Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage is just this weird fucking commercial. It ended up becoming a vine where they just looped the... Okay. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage! It's like a Tim and Eric show. This is real. You like to eat. America loves to eat. So why not open up somewhere America can sit down, enjoy a meal, and get your feet rubbed? We'll fry anything you want for $5.99. As long as it's primal or edible, we're going to make it deliciousable. We will fry parts of the chicken you didn't even know was primal. The beak, the feathers, we'll fry candy bars. All that European stuff that you don't really normally eat, we'll bring it down here and fry it for you. Ask McDonald's to fry something other than what they normally fry. That's what you're going to get. Barbecue. 
Well, that's fine too. Why not make one of my book specials for myself before my magic? Look at that. Don't they look wonderful? If you really pay me enough, we'll massage your feet in any of these sauces also. Success is the rule down here at Jones. Good ass barbecue and foot massage. So go ahead and give me a call or find us on the worldwide internet at the new website. That's J O N E S Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage. Jones, good ass barbecue and foot massage. ML. Excuse me, did you call number 52? Did you hear me call number 52? <laughs> so this guy is running a fast food service and foot massage service out of his rental. I don't believe he's actually doing the the foot massage part of it. They just added that into the commercial to make it hilarious so people show up and stuff. But that, it didn't need the foot massage to be hilarious, let me tell you that first. It's like tenderizing <laughs> the meat by punching is like... Owe me money for make me pay child support. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful video. Thank you for showing me this. This is a beautiful video. The I song really is fantastic. It. Jones barbecue foot massage. Jones chicken dance doing like this soft step left and right <laughs> just google it jones bbq and foot massage just look you, this you, shit you up. just have to put in jones section of like this every episode for you to laugh at because i'd be finding this shit 
I'd be finding this shit left and right. I don't know if you ever if find you these random me meme videos. If you can laugh about something, that, that is, is probably funny. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't laugh that easily, guys. Yeah, I she, seriously hate a lot of stuff. It's that hard to get her to laugh at memes. Usually she's like, oh, yeah. And just like usually like the simply the fact that it's become a meme makes negates its funniness for her. And yeah, I and I can I, get that. I'm I can get that. But I'm yeah, you're cynical as fuck. I'm I'm not. I'm only cynical when I when, when I'm hungry. Very negative person. I try to work on it, but sometimes. Eh. Yeah, I just laugh at stupid shit. <laughs> there are sometimes thing, th- things that I like that even I am like, why the fuck do I like this? Like the drag queen things. Yeah. Many times I'm just really invested in it. And I'm like, why Why do I even care about this? But I'm still into it. So, yeah. Oh, man. There's so many Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage remixes. Uptown Funk Jones well, Barbecue. <laughs> okay. It became a whole thing. And that's, that's where it becomes a problem is when it blends into like 10 billion things and it's like... Okay, Everybody now tries to hop on that train. Now it's not so funny anymore. But the, I love this about the internet though. This is this is the great... Th- like for, for me, like the my first learning about, about... Or interacting with the internet is finding so much weird, weird, funny shit. Like bizarre humor and, and strange photos and shit. Like the early 4chan and stuff. All the weird photos that they had on there you could find. I would just save them in a folder. I would just make a folder of pictures. I didn't even know there were memes yet. It was just a meme folder. But it was just like making these dank meme stashes in 2003 and shit. I don't know. You don't know how to YouTube on an iPad? Well, I just, I don't know what to type Washing in. machine sound. Yeah, I was, I was trying to look up this uh, video of a guy with a washing machine that sounds like a death metal ri- rhythm. That oh. is one of those videos that I play over and over, oh, okay. still frequently. Wait. Just weird sounds. But I don't want you to hear the the remix. I want you to hear the forty one second. Yeah, original. but th- but that's that's not the original well, one. Okay, I don't know how is I can hear this, but my washer is making a beat. It's not just a rhythm. It's a beat. Yeah, this is where they edited the music over, but the original is way funnier, where you just hear the fucking machine. Yeah. Let's see if they drop it. Yeah, they drop it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) The remix is good, too. But still, the original is so funny, where you just hear the machine, like... Death Metal Rooster featuring drumming washing machine. Okay, I don't know how you can hear this, what? but my washer is making a beat. It's not just a rhythm. It's a beat. air in the rooster fuck yeah well they can do a real slow release of that shit because i don't I've, I've had chickens growing up it's oh. weird i live in the suburbs but my dad is crazy so he had chickens and uh <laughs> and we rooster? had a roo- we had a rooster for a while but our neighbors were really nice they just asked us nicely like, can you please get rid of the rooster because it's cr- like they were yeah they, they were, started six in the morning yeah they're, but they and like normally people wouldn't care but they were students they were like in college so like yeah. 
so they party and shit like that. Yeah, so it was course. just killing them. And yeah, so we got rid of the rooster. We gave it to someone else who lived in a slightly more rural area and they kept it. But we had uh, chickens that laid eggs, like hens and stuff like that. Nice. And if you if you go check out the hens, if you're petting them, or if you're interacting with them, they just go, they don't like go like the cartoons go. They just go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. You see their body like bloop, bloop, yeah bloop. yeah they make weird noises yeah. <laughs> but when they're making those noises they're actually they're kind of chill when they're doing that that means they're just like comfy and stuff yeah. and like happy and it's also it's funny when you take away the eggs when they are sitting on them yeah they, they freak just out get, for a few minutes yeah for for like 15 minutes they're like they're just like cussing you out yeah. <laughs> like fuck you you fucking asshole yeah. did you know i just Fucking my 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 vagina is fucking you know, huge right ours, now. Ours didn't really do that. Huh? Ours didn't really do that. No? I think, but ours were we had Cornish game hens, which is like, yeah, you guys have them here for eating. Those are just those little hens that you can buy at the store. You know when you get those little mini chickens. Corni- Cornish ones or something. What are they called? Is it with the K or C? C Cornish. Yeah, they they grow really small. Oh, They're like okay. one person chickens. You sometimes have those here, but usually you, the chickens are at, way bigger. They have them here. at the Albert Hine and stuff. They have them at the grocery store. You can buy them. They yeah, totally so, got these. And yeah, and they those are way <clears throat> more mellow. Yeah, these mini chickens. We had we had those. We had one Cornish or two Cornish game hens, and then uh, uh, like this? or we know we had three. Yeah, three Cornish game hens, but they were more like the they were more like a light brown color than that photo. Yeah. We had three Cornish game hens, but at some night, mm-hmm. a weasel actually chewed its way into the chicken coop and ate two of their heads, and the other one was just left alone. Aw. Yeah, they didn't eat that one, so we she got rid of... her friends die. We, of course, disposed of the two dead ones, and then we got these really weird Chinese white chickens that have, like, this puff of feathers on their head, and they have kind of a long neck. They're really weird. You wouldn't think it's a chicken, but it's like a Chinese chicken. It's a really weird one. Uh, and it's, it, yeah, it, it, that we had two of those and then one Cornish game hen and they all lived together and they chilled. But the Chinese ones, they laid eggs and stuff too, quite frequently, but they never really gave a shit. I think they knew that they weren't fertilized, so they're just like, eh, they just become meh on them. I see. Yeah, I think so. I really think so. Like they can tell, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong because we would take their eggs. Like we never ate them. We just got them out of there because they would smell bad really quickly. Because they're not real. So you didn't eat the eggs? No, my dad did. Oh. My dad would, but we were like, I don't want to eat those eggs. Cause, Why? Because we weren't getting them at 7 in the morning. We would find them in the afternoon and shit. Oh, okay. You know, like, we don't, like, my dad would sometimes find them early in the morning, and he would take them and put them in the fridge and stuff like that, and then he would cook them up and eat them. But we never did. I didn't want to take the chances, because it they're not, like, they had never been to a vet or had any kind of shots or any kind of way to like make sure that they don't have parasites or diseases or something that and i'm gonna eat their 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 embryos like i'm gonna eat their period no thanks i would rather like i'm okay with farm fresh eggs but i also know that like at a farm even with free-range chickens they have some sort of health care these were just chickens we had in our backyard in a box we never took them to the vet or something like they're just chickens that we had you know i mean i worked my stepmom didn't want to risk it and therefore i just followed what she said and i was like yeah "Yeah, yeah, i understand i'm a kid uh, maybe i'll get sick understand i worked at a farm for quite a long time with my sister and my mother nearby farm yeah. at our house 
and they had at some point like 200 chickens. So we ate chicken. We sure. ate eggs from there. Sure, all but the that's time. a farm though. Like that's what no, they're it doing not, it for. No, it was not. No, no, no. It was not a chicken farm. It was just a woman. She ran. She rented a piece of land for her, her horses, and over the years, people just kept on dropping foster chickens over her fence, and they just lived there on the on the piece of land. They didn't have any health care whatsoever. They just she just fed him them whatever scraps uh, came from the horses. Like grains and stuff, so and they ate a lot of carrots because the horses ate carrots too, and they left a lot of carrot uh, scraps. And the yolks were very dark orange, and they were delicious. The eggs, oh man, those eggs, <laughs> woo! They were huge. No, you want some eggs, Tyrone? Those chickens were <clears throat> fat, and they were smart sort of too, because we taught them that if, that if you would yell in a certain way. That they would get fed and they would come from all nooks and crannies, <laughs> like from all different sides. It was so funny. You would you would not see a chicken inside and then you would do the signal and they would just come running at you. It was so funny. Two hundred chickens. And the horses too. That was a very nice part in my life where I just was a farm girl but also a city girl at the same time. Right. <laughs> well, that's I kind of had that upbringing a little bit too. Like I was in the suburbs, but it was a city. It was a suburb city, so there was, like, yeah. big building. Not as big as, like, Chicago buildings, but it's, like, full of buildings and, you know... And still, if you wanted, like you farmland. could go to the real city. <clat> but not... Yeah, exactly. Well, 45-minute drive through a bunch of annoying traffic, but yeah, it's Yeah, there. but still, that, that's, like, better I think than I went to Chicago, like, five times in the entire time I lived in, in America. I lived 45 minutes away by car from Chicago. I went there, like, maybe five or six times. Really? Yeah, I didn't go there that much. Maybe ten tops if I include, like, times when I was really little and my parents took me there for things. But I never went there for, like, the day just to hang out in Chicago. I only went there if I had, like, a concert to go to or there was something to do or going to go to the Navy Pier uh, and things like that. And, uh, we had, like, this big, like, wharf, like, this boardwalk kind of area with a very large Ferris wheel, which I think at the time was the world's largest at one point. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's a Ferris wheel. You go up and you see the whole city and the water you can see michigan from across so high up and everything it's kind of cool nice uh i don't know if it's still there i wonder if they stopped it i think they might have stopped it but oh, i've been in it i've it been called? in it once or twice i don't know ferris wheel of chicago <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's only the one <laughs> and it's permanent too it's not like this one that they put up every once in a while it's like this permanent old school ass ferris wheel it's been around forever so we have not talked about anything we wanted to talk about oh well i was actually just about to get to that i've been looking at uh some part, some sort of things. Uh, let's just let's just take a look at. Uh, I would fight in the front lines, the bloodiest battle the world has ever seen, and come back with no limits. With a man that got me guaranteed of infection for life. Awkward virgins, the involuntarily celibate. As of now, nothing. I don't have a job, I am ugly, so my value right now is zero. Have you approached many women? Oh, many. And what was the He's thinking about talking Rejection to a woman Rejection 100% of the time. I would start talking to a girl, <clears throat> and immediately she would give me fuck off signals. She would, you know, pull out her cell phone, just start texting her friends. This guy's not that ugly. No. And just hope I would go away. 
He just has well, a pissed off vibe. Because, you know, and you don't he dresses like a Jamoke. Rejections in real life. With his button up shirts online. So that's 3,000 rejections total. I'm approximating. Oh, that's not a real word. We're redoing that. Ask a question again. He's I autistic. aim as low as possible. I aim for obese women, ugly women, ideally ugly and obese. You know, I aim for the bottom of the barrel because, you know, I, I realize that I'm ugly. Wow. Pretty boys get women. Like your sound guy. This this is gonna turn to him like turn to him. <laughs> see, he gets women because see, I I knew the moment I looked at him that he's not in so I'm jealous. Wow. Actually, I haven't. To be perfectly honest, I had no idea. When I was in high school, I wasn't the most popular guy until the end of the years, and at that point, no girls really were interested in me. And then the job came. I started the same day as a girl that I really wasn't interested in. Three months in, I started to get interested in her, and she was interested in me. Except when I got interested in her, she stopped being interested in me. <laughs> and then after that, I just kind of followed the flow, and whatever happened, happened. So. It's a place to vent. I mean, it's just a place to socialize with other incels mm. who suffer from the same problem in life. <clears throat> it's okay. a place where, you know, people go put things that are, like, completely hidden from... Loveshy.com. There's a lot of emotions that you can see there. There's a lot of depression, <laughs> a lot of anger, <laughs> hopelessness. Just showed a forum post where there's a guy in Croatia saying, the Croatian government still has not found me a girlfriend. They are murderers. <laughs> this is such a weird subject. Like, this is... Uh, okay, I don't even can I really know how to approach this? it. Can Try I just... and define it. Incels or involuntary... Involuntarily celibate. celibate. So these are just very, very, very frustrated guys that their prime objective in life seems to be to get laid, but they're not getting the love quest. The The never ending love quest. And they completely uh, obsessively try to find that, but because they are so obsessively trying to find that, other people pick up on that vibe which their vibe is very, very uptight and very... Uh, it's creepy. It's, it's creepy indeed. And it comes off That's why usually they are not getting laid and, they're, and it's getting worse for them. And that's the thing. They just need at least just one woman, just one, a little bit sleazy. One mercy fuck. In, 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 a, in a bar, <clears throat> they're sitting there, sitting like, pissed off, like, Ugh, nobody wants to fuck me. Just one woman just going up to them like, hey, hey, how's it going? You want to fuck? Let's go. Let's go right now. I want to fuck right now. And they fuck. And it's fine. They usually stop being incels after that. They're like, they've seen the light. And also, because they have fucked, they're like, oh, this is what it's about. Okay, let's... That's not necessarily true. The I, I actually... Really? I I am an involuntary incel follower. So I, I, I had gotten into this internet personality named Chris Chan when I was uh, a teenager and I've never messed with him but a lot of people on the internet have like specifically targeted and trolled trolled this guy but he was never really labeled as an incel because this was kind of before that term came along but he was like he's like this really he's a high function well he as he self-described himself a high functioning autistic person who lives in his parents' basements and uh, has a collection of Pokemon toys and cards and anime shit, and uh, he basically put his po- his website out on the internet with his uh, fictional Pokemon characters that he created, uh, and 
then eventually 4chan caught wind of it and just started picking on him and they still do to this day like it's been a never it, they've ruined his life and stuff but that's just besides the point but he is this guy who's been on this love quest basically like his self-proclaimed love quest is what he calls it and he would go to the mall with what he would call an attraction sign and it would be a sign that he writes that looks like a child wrote it like they're selling lemonade but it was like looking for a girl uh, a, a, a attractive girl, 18 to 21, uh, or 16 to 21 years old, something like that, uh, good body, brown hair, okay, uh, no blacks, or whites only, shit like this, like, but he's, like, this really chubby kid guy who, like, he's an adult, but he dresses like a little boy with, like, the striped shirt, and, like, he'll have, like, uh, he'll have, like, his little Pikachu, walk with me Pikachu Tamagotchi on his belt buckle, and he'll have, like, a homemade Sonic the Hedgehog necklace and very thick old school glasses from 20 years ago uh, and, and 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 smelling really bad like Axe body spray and body odor mixed together because he doesn't bathe and he actually has a problem with pooping himself and stuff like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's really it's extreme like he's probably the most extreme case of all this stuff like and the other thing is like he's not that intelligent either and, and he actually firmly believes that the characters that he created for his little comic books actually exist in an alternate universe and he is able with the power of his high school graduation ring to travel to that universe and talk with them and hang out with them and he's the mayor of their universe. And yeah, it's it's a whole, it's actually really scary. Like when you when you take a look at his videos and really look into him, he is like really in his own fantasy land, like hardcore. And his parents don't notice it because they're too old school. His father's dead now because he's old as fuck. Uh, and his his mother is going senile and stuff. And he still lives at home and gets money from the government. But his mom's going to die eventually <clears throat> if she hasn't already. And after that case, he's he's probably going to be taken in by the government and put in a home or something like that. I don't know. It's going to be f- fucking devastating. The end of this his story is not going to be a good one. That's for sure. Because no- nothing has been done in, in his state to help him. He's from Virginia, I believe. Uh, and, and oh man, he is he is one of the most fascinating things though to watch though. That's another thing like I can't look away because he, he is uh he there is so much content. There is more information about Chris Chan on the internet than George Washington. <laughs> there is. But this is this has been there is a Wikipedia page that documents time. every single day of his life from 2003 all the way up until yesterday. They document every single post he makes on all social media, any interactions he on has what? in private. On on, there is a wiki. There is a Chris Chan wiki. Of course there is. It's its own separate wiki, and they're they're unable to. Uh, they're un- they, He's tried so much to take it down and stuff. Uh, it's been unsuccessful, of course, all the time. The people who run the wiki have successfully hacked his website and his home computer many times, and gotten hold of all these crazy videos that he records of himself, like fucking anime blow up dolls, butt naked in like shit stained underwear and like oh it's unbelievable like and he does horrible things and he totally steals money from the government and spends it all on toys and took his mom's credit card and spent it on like thousands and thousands of euros worth of of legos and shit like that like as a 30 something year old adult and like put her in the red like crazy debt to where they had to go to court for it and stuff and he like makes her sell her jewelry so he can buy fucking and then she gives him the money so he can pay the bills and then instead of paying the bills of the house, he uses it on eBay to buy, like, uh, Skylander figurines and shit for Nintendo oh, Wii and shit. Like, all kinds of shit like this. Like, he, his family was, like, he was posting videos online, like, begging for money. And having his mother sit there in the video, too, while he begs for money. Like, look at us. We need the money. And then he would get donations. And the very next day, like, because these people with the wiki are monitoring so hard. When people do actually give him money, 
he ends up spending it immediately. Like two days later, he bought a Nintendo Switch. And this is when Nintendo Switch just came out and it was really hard to get one. So he probably dropped double the money to get one on Craigslist or something like that. So he just spent like a thousand bucks to get a Nintendo Switch. And so like, like, and he just got that money to like keep their house out of the red. And these are like people who have followed uh, Chris Chen their whole entire lives and are seeing him as an adult and feel bad and got a lot of entertainment out of his misery and stuff. And now we're just like, I'll throw him a couple hundred bucks if it can keep him afloat. But then he always turns and burns the people who he donates to by spending all the money. And he often is an idiot because he's under such scrutiny by trolls that like anyone he mentions, anyone who becomes his friend, he ends up like mentioning their full name and where they hang out and everything like that in his videos where he's bragging about how he has a new friend. And her name is so-and-so, so-and-so, and she lives over here, and da-da-da-da-da, and we hang out today, da-da-da, and then next thing you know, the thousands of trolls that follow him are starting to pick on her because he just gave out their, he just doxed them in, in his own fucking videos, and then they don't want to hang out with him anymore because they trolled the shit out of him, and those people that, that trolled, uh, they're trolling him, like, basically just send those, those people, like, links in all these videos of all the most disgusting shit Chris Chan has ever done that they stole mm-hmm. off his computer and stuff, and then they never want to talk to him again. Like, they do this to him all the time. <laughs> but it's also his fault because he's doxing himself and he won't let the whole internet thing go. Like, his, he should just get the fuck off the internet. Someone needs to be his handler and get him off the internet because all he's doing is destroying his own life over and over because yeah. he's also autistic. So isn't he doesn't he, get it that he, he needs to stop. Now? He eventually, someone convinced him <clears throat> he is a trans woman now and he has a little bit of a shield up for him now because of that. Because there's quite a lot of fire and momentum behind that. And that's actually the reason why he did it. So do we have to say her now? Yes. Well, I, it just depends, you know. Because he's also, he's a lesbian trans woman that still creeps up on girls. He's still doing the exact same shit he used to do. Except he's he's basically thought of the route is, the way he's, he's thought of it is like, I can't get any girls because I'm an incel. Uh, the angle I'm going to approach now is I decided I'm, the, th- the reason why I'm not getting any girls is because I'm identifying as the wrong thing. I'm a woman, actually, who loves women. So maybe I'm going to find some lesbian girls now and still be able to fuck them with my lesbian dick. Like, he doesn't get how it works. Like, he doesn't fully get how it works. Like, you should see his transition photos and stuff like that. Like, his funhouse mirror idea of what girls are and stuff. Like, it, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking sad. Like, he was just, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a whole thing. And he's a frequenter at all these different, like, uh, nerd conventions and stuff like that. And people know when he shows up because they always... Everyone who says that they finally met Christian and stuff, they're like, the smell is unbelievable. Like, people always talk about how he smells, and I was like, I always just thought that was just some, like, people poking stupid fun at him online, just spreading the rumor that he smells so bad. But multiple sources have said, like, he literally smells like feces and Britney Spears perfume. Ew. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he shits himself. Yeah. Well, yeah, he also just doesn't wipe his ass when he shits and stuff like that. Like, he doesn't know how to take care of himself on the most basic levels and stuff. And he has improved over the years. He has improved, that's for sure. And the people that used to troll him hard and make these huge theater trollings that lots of people watched develop and stuff, those people are now the ones that are trying to keep trolls from fucking with him. Because now they fuck with him in really just sick, fucked up ways that really just ruin his life and make him cry for no good reason. Mm -hmm. And the trolls before, like, I know it sounds stupid, but they, at first, when they were a little younger, they would make fun of him and troll him and get him to rage and stuff. And then they realize, like, this guy, like... Why don't we, like, try and get him to change his life and improve his life by trolling him into improving his life? So they, like, make girls, make fake girlfriends get with him and stuff like that online, and then he has a girlfriend who brags about him. And then those fake girlfriends, like, because he doesn't listen to anybody. He won't listen to anybody. He lives in his own world. But maybe his one true love that he finally finds will listen to him and get him to clean up his fucking room Mm -hmm. and get a job and do all those sort of things. So, like, the fake girlfriend will start saying things like, 
you know, now you have to go apply and get a job and stuff like that. And he would resist it and he would resist it and not do it. And then eventually like, I'm tired of trying. They, they're no longer having fun with this either, you know, like in trying to get him to get a job, like we control him into actually like becoming a functioning human being. Yeah. Like that's what they're trying to do. Then they realize that he still isn't going to do that. So now all we can really do is try and just stop the waves of the people that are just trying to fuck him up. I see. That's how it is now. It's actually kind of a really weird story. Like the people who tortured him are now the people that kind of protect him. They run the wiki and the kiwi farms and stuff, and they still monitor and all that shit. But if anyone attempts to do a, a large-scale troll on him, they dox them. The people who are trolling him, like the, the veterans of Chris Chen, those people are very skilled at the internet. And if I decided I, don't I wanted fuck to, with him. yeah, if I wanted to phone call Chris Chen and stuff, and then Chris tells his buddy, uh, one of the trolls, a lot of these people have regular contact with him online and through like SMS, text message and stuff. They talk to him regularly, like in person. Like they kind of bury the hatchet a little bit, so to speak. Yeah. If Chris is stressed, they're going to say, what's the problem? He's going to say, this guy called me. And they're going to be like, what's his number? And then they're going to get your number. Then they're going to get your name. And then they're going to, they're going to post it on this website called Kiwi Farms. And on that website, they're, all the people there are going to go nuts on you. They're, going to, they're, just going to, they're just going to tear you to shreds via the internet. I know? don't want that to happen yeah, to Yeah, so me. you don't contact Christian anymore. The time for doing that was like a decade ago. And even I, 15 I years no, ago. I have no desire whatsoever no, to get involved no. in this. I enjoy, thing. no, I have no desire to get involved in it either. I always, I entertained the idea many times and I never pulled through it because whenever I looked in that, you always see the horror stories of the people who did a stupid fucking troll, which I'll probably end up doing. I'm not going to do it as good as these guys did because they had like multi people. They would have like group chats, voice chats and talk with each other. And anytime they can confer, like talked with Chris Chan, it was a group call and he didn't know it was a group call. And there was other like five, six, seven other people in the room listening to that call at the same time and writing down notes and saying and, and typing to each other, like, don't say this or, or they're all like kind of agreeing, like, ask him this, you know, like it was like a whole group effort and they have a meeting beforehand on how they're, how they want to steer this conversation. Cause he's also a very, very impressionable person. So that is what I wanted to get that point forward. So I can tell you why he's a trans woman. I told you before that he, uh, firmly believes in the existence of his comic book creator characters that he created. He firmly mm -hmm. believes they exist in another universe. Well, a very clever troll who was not part of the original group, but hats off to him. A very clever person called the Idea Guy. Maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I think it was the Idea Guy. That was his anonymous name. It was either that or a girlfriend, a fake girlfriend, had convinced him that they also were like, yeah, your your uh, your universe is real. I've been there too. I've met your character Rose Chu. You know, I have to tell you something shocking about Rose Chu. And he's like, what? She's a trans woman. She's actually a man who identifies as a woman and has changed herself to a girl. And these people who have really studied Christian have known that like all the comic book char characters that he's created, they're really like this extension of his, his fucked up psyche. If mm -hmm. you read, they really are like in the most blatant, obvious ways. They're very obvious parts of his psyche. Uh, and I think the Rose Chu character is part of his psyche that he thinks like, it's just his way of, of, fantasizing about the anatomy of a woman because he's drawn a lot of female things uh, like nudity of, of porn of his characters and they're basically sonic the hedgehog pokemon mm -hmm. so it's really weird porn <laughs> you know and it looks like it's drawn by a four-year-old too it's really bad and he has hundreds of these comic books like many issues um but so he convinced him that he had met rose chu and she confided in him that that was she was a trans woman and she didn't know how to tell chris and he basically got him to get on with the idea. Also, Chris Chan is notorious for hating gays, even though he's done quite some gay stuff. 
he's one of those. I hate gays. Gays are bad. Da, 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 da. He would actually make those things like, uh, all you faggots get out of, don't look at my videos. And he would say crazy shit like this in his early videos. He really did not, he was raised like that because his parents are definitely like that because they're old school and shit. Mm-hmm. They had him when they were really old. Yeah. And that's also probably why he came out autistic because yeah. he was like two way too old people having a kid. But anyway. Um, yeah. So this guy, uh, was convinced by a troll that he should that it was actually a viable way of like maybe you will find your true love this way too, so they basically trolled him into becoming a trans woman. They kind of sold him on the idea of doing it, like admitting that he's a lesbian woman. And now he's he's gone full kilt kilter with this for I don't know three four five years now or something like that. Quite a while. He's sticking with it. And that's his thing now. Okay. You know, they're not they're not prone to change high functioning autistics. They don't like to change too much. So once they do make a change, they don't tend to go back to it. They they they've changed now and this is the way the thing is, you know. So now he's this. And I think he's comfortable with it because he does get a lot of shielding from the LGBTQ R S T U V community. Q W E R T Y. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why that's part of why he's sticking with it. But I didn't like he was like basically the OG of incels, I think. But so now he and and you'll actually see what another interesting thing is. There are a lot of internet trolling victim celebrities that have gone into becoming trans women. Women. Uh, another case in point, uh, the Gingers do have souls kid. Remember him? The kid that screamed about gingers do yeah, have he souls? Is tra- he is now a trans woman. So he she, is a woman. So she is a woman. Yeah, she is a woman now. And a lesbian woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Congratulations on your transformation and your transition. And I wish you strength in the future. Good luck with your continuing love quest. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But this is a route that a lot of incels are taking. They're like, if I, And that's also part of... And there's also quite a support community for it, too. So they just, you know, maybe they find and fuck each other in some cases and stuff, which is okay, fine, you know, get your rocks off somehow. But But the the reason why I was also going to say Chris Chan, he eventually got laid and he's still just as fucking crazy love quest as before. He ended up getting a hooker that he saw like three or four times. So he lost his virginity years ago and he video blogged about it. Like he was all proud. Like, I finally did it, you guys. I lost my virginity. I did it. And here's how it happened. All it cost me was 50 bucks. <laughs> like, he literally said it, but he was in all seriousness. Like, all it cost, it was easy. Just like this. I paid 50 bucks, and then it's gone. I highly recommend it. And, like, it was really, like, <laughs> he doesn't, like, get that it was a thing. That, you're not supposed to brag that you lost your virginity to a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not exactly a point of pride. That's not going to get you many chicks. You're not supposed to tell anybody. That's going to that's gonna get you uh, STD while you lose your virginity, you know? Yeah. There was another point, here's another thing of how crazy Chris Chan is. When he decided to become a trans woman, he was also doing other crazy things. Like, first he was starting to slowly grow out his hair. So at first he just looked like a gay boy. Mm-hmm. So he would wear, like, a collar around his neck. Still dressed like his, like, he looked, he's, he basically dresses like Ash Ketchum, you know, <laughs> from Pokemon. He basically dresses like that. Mm-hmm. So he would show up like that in, like, gay dance clubs or even, like, trans clubs and stuff like that. And he would show up like that, just a smelly guy showing up to these clubs. And of course, they would give him a little more attention because there's another awkward person who's still coming out of their shells. That's how they see it at first before they realize he's a completely depraved lunatic. Yeah. Um, but he would... Oh God. He, he, he slowly started doing weird things, like he pierced his uh, taint. Okay. 
He tried to get a taint piercing. I can't remember if he did it himself or if he tried to get it done. I think he did it himself. And, or, or no, maybe he got it done. I might give him the benefit of the doubt that he got it done. I don't remember the specifics. I don't feel like looking in the wiki. Because all the details are there for sure. There's even photos of it. It's like well, deep. I don't need, I don't need to know it's about fucking brutal. all that stuff. But here's, but no, here's what happened. And this is why, this is why I don't really ex- call him a she. Because he's just a severely mentally depraved person who needs to be under supervision. Because he's hurting himself. His piercing was rejected by his body. Okay? And so the, it... It made a slit, you know? It, it was one of these um, slightly curved pieces like this. Yeah. It's just like one of these slightly like, uh, yeah, like 90 degree or 45 degree angle pieces. Yeah. A diagonal curved piece. So that not reject, a ring. It re- no, not a ring. It was like two balls at the end of a slightly curved uh, bar. And that was in between his balls and his asshole. His body rejected it and left behind what appeared to be a slit. He thought... He was growing a vagina. Hmm. Literally. He literally was convinced that his body, because he so wanted to be a woman now, this is the decision he made, his body said, oh, I will become, I have, he's like, I even have a tiny clitoris. So what he did was he proceeded to pick at this thing to make it bigger over the course of a month or so until it became this big fucking infected pus-filled fucking thing that there was tons of photos of. I think he had to end up going to the hospital for it because it went septic and shit like that. Like, it was disgusting. And this is like, this wasn't the, the result of anyone trolling him. I guess it was ultimately, but this was like ideas that he came up with himself. Now that I'm a trans woman and I'm going this... Oh, I'm going to pierce this spot between my balls and asshole. Oh, it rejected. It wasn't like a wound that's healing. It's like, oh, I think I've got a vagina now. It's growing under my balls. Like, what? (laughs) But also the problem here is, is that he feels the need to constantly share everything that's happened to him. Yes, but he was also, he was like the original video blogger. Like he was like one of the original gangsters of YouTube. He really was. He was one of the first to do it. But that blogging can be very harmful. What's harmful is is that his parents gave him, they put him in the basement with all his toys and stuff like that and never encouraged him to do anything ever. And he still like, to this day, still sleeps in bed with his mom sometimes and stuff. And like, it's fucking creepy, his relationship with his mom. Anytime he was, like, suggesting moving out or something like that or this or anything, anytime, like, they would, like, his father would suggest that, like, he gets a job and gets his own place and gets his independence, the mother would threaten to kill herself. What? In front of both of them. So the mom's Like, really threatened. She's nuts. She's fucking nuts. She's a whore and she's a fucking bitch. She broke up multiple families throughout her life by fucking cheating on people. Cheating? Like, getting people, like, like, fucking people's husbands and stuff. And, like, she even did that to her own sister and that's why she doesn't, they don't ever, like, hang out with the rest of her family. And you the reason do why know a lot about his yeah, it's all well documented on on a website. It's not like I had to do any research to find this out. It was all it's and there's been many video documentaries about this and stuff. And you always learn little bits about it. It's fucking fascinating. It is. There's there's a whole backstory to why Chris is the way he is. You know. And you like, were, they were earlier. Earlier you were giving me shit on how I I choose to use my time, but here you are like. So you use your yeah, time true, to obsess over some fucking poopy pants. I did it when I was in my teens, though. You still do. No, not really. The, you know, the thing is, I have him on my Facebook. Like, I added him on Facebook years and years ago when he was still accepting friend requests from people. And I just never contact him. Again, I will never contact him or fuck with him because I'll be a target. But but I get his updates every once in a while. Eventually, I unfollowed him. Because all he does now is beg for money as, as well. and it's, I've grown out of it a little bit. Sometimes I check in. 
Sometimes I check in just to see how he's doing. Like, has he died in a fire? Because he did once set his whole entire house on fire, and they had to move out and destroyed all of their belongings and shit like that. And they moved into an apartment and lost all their money and shit. There's so much shit about him. Yeah. And insults. But the weird thing about him is he hadn't ever really become particularly angry about not being, not having a woman. He never became particularly angry about it. I guess he was angry, but he was, he always had like, after a girl, a fake girl or whatever would dump him, within two video posts, he would be back on that horse again on a love quest, or he already found another girl that he's interested in. He never became like, oh, this will never work, I'll never get laid, and this is my life now, and he start working out, working out the numbers. He just keeps on trying, and he's still fucking trying to this day, like, he never gives up. And that's one thing, is he has tenacity. Maybe it's just because that's the loop that he's stuck in. Like, he goes in this loop of, of seeking, thinking he's got it, and then rejection once he realizes that he never had it in the first place. Never catching on that there's people, like, 90% of the girls that were in any way interested in him, like, any ones that were legitimately interested in him were just being nice, you know? Just yeah. being nice to him and stuff. And, and like, his people have also tried to set him up with other autistic people and shit like that, and even those people were like, mm, nah. <laughs> I can do better. Yeah, they're like, I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing with these incels. Many times, when somebody is just nice to them, just being a normal human being, they completely view it as something way different, and they view it as that moment in their life where it all will change. And then when it turns out that it won't, that it is a completely different thing, they get so outraged, and this outrage builds and builds and builds until these super like incels what we're talking about now like these super you know the enough is enough one this is a very good this is a very good incel video no first let me just okay hold on first yeah, yeah i'm gonna try and i i really want to want to say this first i i feel extremely sorry for these kinds of people yes based absolutely. on the fact that they are so sad and hating themselves because i i truly believe that you should love yourself and i'm sure a lot of blame is on the parents too they must True. a lot of these people definitely have like really neglectful parents or parents that just didn't give a shit i'm so sure of it or people like a lot of these people are high functioning autistics and i think a lot of their parents don't know how to deal with that a lot of these people you see in their videos they're in low income housing for sure they're dressed like Oftentimes, like trailer park trash, like the, the and not not to make fun of them for it, but it does seem like they're in low income housing. That means that the people uh, that are raising them probably don't have the income resources to give them the help that they need, the extra help and stuff that they yeah, need. The extra and this therapy. is and this and and some of them don't fucking care. A lot of these people get this kind of stuff from like fetal alcohol syndrome and shit like this, from just like alcoholic parents, and they don't give a fuck either. And I'm yeah. not trying to say that all of them are like this because you know. But here's another thing. We have a lot of autistic friends. Yeah. Almost suspiciously. Uh... <laughs> we have. I have an almost suspicious amount of autistic friends. Both of us do. And, well, actually, the Netherlands has... Uh, this is the better way of putting it. The Netherlands has a suspicious amount of autistic people. Maybe there's something in the water. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But You're almost right. all, of the, all of the ones that I know have had girlfriends. And they weren't autistic girlfriends either. They didn't, like, get with some Down Syndrome girl because they were, like, no. Like, all of my friends have had pretty normal girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, because they are, I, are Misha's more not autistic. Back. And Misha is, 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 is no Tom Cruise. He's no Brad Pitt. He's yeah. no, like, picture of beauty in terms of male standards. 
But I've seen him fuck a lot. Like, not literally seen him fuck, but I've seen him with <laughs> chicks. I've seen him mack it with chicks successfully multiple times. And that guy looks way worse than, like, objectively than some of the people in these videos. And that, that, that right there is case in point that it's not about what you look like no, it's about it's how not. you carry yourself it's about your vibe and your confidence what's... and your not even your confidence you're so full of yourself but the confidence that you are not nervous about talking to somebody and that you're comfortable and that you're a social person and stuff like that and you have like normal interests or there's even weird girls out there too that dig a weird guy that's into anime and makes stupid jokes like that you're gonna find those girls too but you gotta be getting yourself out there and staying positive and when when a girl isn't interested in you, you don't fall in love don't fall in love with them right away and shit like that. Like even if you do really Just like them, act. like so what? I really like lots of girls, but don't don't put your attention on it. You're gonna like lots of girls. Just fucking that's just part of it. Find one that's that's cool, you know what I mean? And, and then just, like, cultivate friendships with people. Don't think about it as a relationship because eventually you're going to meet a cool person and then you guys are going to both fall in love because you're so comfortable as friends within the first few weeks this shit happens. And if I were to say this on, a, on an insult subreddit, I would be banned right now. That's another thing. They were in that in that video we were looking at before. Was it like a four, five minute documentary about like this particular website? It's kind of like a safe haven for yeah. these people to rant to each other about how hard it is to find a girlfriend and like tips on committing suicide and uh, yeah, date rape drug date rape drug uh, suggestions and th- like it's it's really fucked up. It's actually a really dangerous place because it's a lot of people that are becoming quite angry because of this angry at society and they're ready to rape not all of them um, that's this thing the vast majority of them not but there's some of them there that are very you know at this point like this and a lot of them are just at this point like open to suggestions like uh anybody got any tips how'd you get laid i'll tell you how i did it row hypnol you know and then next thing you know they're trying to find that shit you know like that that can happen the internet is a large pool of people it's hard to wait out the wait out uh, filter out the psychos through an online uh atmosphere that's what's dangerous about it. But yeah, these websites and stuff, these safe havens they have, they just build themselves up on how they're never going to get laid. And they actually yeah. like, they dig themselves even deeper together as a group. And then they become like, they call it like taking the black pill, just deciding to give up on it. And then just becoming very angry. All women are whores. So shit like that. They, they have it's a lot of animosity towards women and stuff. And it's like this, in my case, or in my opinion, that is what toxic masculinity is that is toxic masculinity like that's the true shit like actually like building up hatred towards women because they don't give you their pussy and they don't give you what you think you're entitled to like that is true toxic masculinity yeah like you can laugh at somebody for their fucking macho posturing and stuff and like being that guy that looks like they're so body built that they look like they have a toilet paper stuck up their asshole and stuff so they're like walking like yeah like these you can make fun of them and stuff like all the meatheads and stuff like they're all the sports jock guys and all this other shit and everything but like you know, those, they're not all like that and stuff, you know, that's, that's the weird thing about it, it's, it's, but they see it as like, like, you know, Chad's, like the, the fucking alphas, yeah, and the then, Chads, yeah. and, 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 and a Stacy meets a Chad, and then that's it, and like, and meanwhile, I got nothing, or I can get with like retarded girls and stuff, and even retarded girls don't like me, and like, you know, the they real just bury problem, themselves into it. It's, it's just this, the real problem is that many times they, uh, focus their attention so much on the girl they could never get that meanwhile there probably was a girl that even liked them but was like very shy about it but they didn't even notice that i've had that happen a lot of times i've realized that there were girls that liked me years afterwards yeah like just thinking about it like oh i remember this one time i went over there and and was hanging out with people was like oh yeah and there was that girl i remember what was her name or whatever and then you just start to remember a conversation and you're like oh shit 
I totally could have. Oh, she liked me, and I was just like, yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> she just too. Yeah, I was a heartbreaker. And I didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm thinking like, oh, this chick would never like me. Turns out she did. I had a friend in high school, who will remain nameless, who almost became one of these people who was already displaying kind of tendencies of this uh, when when we were hanging out in high school and stuff. And eventually, once he got out of high school, he started getting laid and it was cool. And like, or at least started getting attention from girls. Like, I got attention from girls, had a couple hand-holding girlfriends throughout school, but never got laid until after I got out of high school. I was like 18 or... 18 or almost 19. No, I was 18 when I when I first got laid. Yeah. When I lost my virginity, to put it nicer. Um, 18? Yeah, 18. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> No, no it's was... a healthy time to get laid, I think. That was good. I was actually also out of my parents' house, too, when I did it, too. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. So it was, like, totally the right way to do it. Like, it wasn't, like, too early and knock-ups and, like, parents get mad at me or some shit. It was someone my age, and I was 18. We were both 18 and out of the house and shit, you know? So that was cool. But anyway, um, he was... Uh, I had, like, girlfriends and stuff in school, but never... Not too frequently, but anytime I did, it was short-lived, but anytime I did, he was he would get weird about it and it turned out that like after a lot of coaxing turns out that oh he's also in love with her every fucking time and it would be just a girl that like you know i like her cool i just met her cool she seems interested in me let's start dating and i'm excited about it you know and i tell him about it he's like really man damn it and he would get like upset that i have a girlfriend like thought i was your friend you know like, a little bit like this you know yeah but that's because he just went his whole entire life without girlfriends I'm starting to get one or two. I'm getting a little confidence and stuff. He hasn't gotten that yet. He's seeing, like, his good friend that he thought was partners in, in not getting laid. Like, whatever. Let's just have fun and play video games. I got a girlfriend. I got a little less time for him now. You know, every girlfriend I had in high school lasted for, like, three weeks. So it's not like I just disappeared or something. But almost every time he would get interested in them. Or he would just automatically not like them. You know? <laughs> like, he would be like, yeah. But... It actually caused a falling out once or twice. And then there was one time when there was a girl he liked, and I knew she, he liked her, but we were all three of us friends, and I hung out with her before without him, and it turned out that she kind of liked me. Oh. But I didn't do anything with her, because I knew she liked him, or I knew that he liked her. Also, I wasn't really into her. I didn't think she was, like, don't want to knock out the girl that he liked, but she, her face was covered with zits, and I didn't really find that attractive. Like, <laughs> okay. She had, like, really a pizza face, and, like, she would have totally been cute if she didn't have, like, all that going on. It was bad. It was, like, the kind of, like... Deep. The deep, constant zits that come from wearing the wrong makeup and taking it off wrong and stuff like that when you're a teenager learning how to make up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's basically that. It was, like, also, right here on the cheeks. Teenager, right you're... here on this part of the cheeks yeah. where there is no bone. Yeah. Also, as a teenager, your hormones are off the charts. Yeah, exactly. And some people have a very... It's not as bad for women, but she had it badly. But anyway, I was not attracted to her. I just thought she was cool and she was funny and she was fun. But the reason why she was funny and fun was because she was into me. And when you're 17 or 18 or 19 years old, you don't realize that shit. But he got really fucking mad at me. Because there was a point where we were hanging out in Chicago. And I was like, nah, I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Like, she, like she, she was starting... She didn't actually say anything outright. But I can tell she was starting to try to, like, hint that she was into me. And I was like, let's, let's bring him out here and, and we'll all have a bunch of fun and stuff like that. Get the three of us out here and we'll go to the Navy Pier or something like that. So I called him up and I told him, and I was like, hey, dude, uh, I'm out here with, with so-and-so and, and uh, we want you to come out. And he's like, you're with who? And he just immediately was mad with me. Like, why are you out hanging out with her without me? Like, she's my friend. Like, like that's the girl I like and you're like swooping in on her? And I was like, dude, I'm inviting you to come out. And he like hung up on me. And we didn't talk for quite some time. What? And he actually got really fucking upset and apparently called my dad and stepmom 
to tell them that I'm a horrible person and he raised a horrible son and all this other shit. Like he was really, he incel raged on me. Whoa. He went incel raged on me and my parents thought it was funny. <laughs> they thought, they're like, what did you do to him? I was like, I didn't do anything. And I, they're like, what, what happened? I was like, he said, he said you stole his girlfriend. And I was like, I was like, ah, okay. First of all, I wasn't interested in his girlfriend. Second of all, it wasn't his girlfriend. And third of all, I didn't steal his girlfriend. She and I are already friends. I, we all three of us know each other. We went to go hang out in Chicago. And then I said, then I said, let's get him out here. And then, and, and, and then freaking, uh, uh, and, and all three of us hang out. And when I called him, he got really upset that I was hanging out with him. And apparently that, then he called you and they're like, Oh Jesus Christ. See, he's, he's really crazy. You shouldn't hang out with him. Da, 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 da. They, my parents do not like him, you know. They because didn't... they know they are were probably smarter than you. As well, they thought they thought he was a. Loony. They thought no, but they thought he was a kid who was gonna shoot up the school. Yeah. But I knew him better than that. He wasn't a kid who was gonna shoot up the school. He's a really good friend of mine, and he still is. We talk all the fucking time. And the thing is, as soon as high school was over, he found himself a girlfriend at some point. Really quickly, he started getting laid. Everything and all that shit went away, and he is now totally fucking normal. Yeah. Totally. He's had long relationships, lived with girlfriends and stuff like that, almost got married once and stuff like that, had relationships, long ones and stuff, gets over it too, and then moves along and starts getting focused on his career shit more and stuff like he like a normal person. He yeah. was just getting dark for a while because he's like starting to think there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And I was too. Except I was just a little bit more social than he was first. But he started coming out of his shell in high school too, and he started getting there too. But now it's like, now, before, when we were going through that stuff, he didn't have some sort of internet resource where he can meet other people who are going through the same thing. He just kind of pair up with a buddy from high school who he thinks going through the same shit. And you don't really have a name for it, you know? Yeah, but now they fuel each other. And now they fuel each other stay and say, like, we're in cycle. this. Take the black pill. Join us, you know, and just stay this way. And s say you're involuntarily celibate, but then now you're just doing it voluntarily without realizing it. You're like... And you're just allowing yourself to get pissed off so much. Yeah. Because if you don't get laid, it's a it's a biological thing. It's a need. It's, it is it's, a biological thing. And guys so, need to get their rocks off and not just through their hand. That's for sure. Like when I was a teenager and jerking off and stuff, that definitely wasn't enough. At first it is, but then... At first it is. You're like, this is fun. And then you start seeing girls and stuff. Like, I would rather do this in her. Yeah. I need to trick one of these girls into letting me do that in her. You know, you're like, you just, and then, no, you just start falling in love. When you're little, you just start falling in love because you don't know what the fuck you're feeling. You just think, is this love? Is this how it is? Because when you're portrayed that stuff on TV, you see like man meets woman where they fall in love and they have a relationship and they get married, all that other stuff and everything. Even with young love, they get, it's like they have this sweet relationship and it's about having a connection yeah, and stuff like that. Sex. But, but it is connected to your urges, your primal urges and stuff like that. So you think that that's how you're supposed to treat it. So you spend all this time like being completely inexperienced with like talking to girls and stuff like that. And you're just... You don't know how you want to, like, and none of it ever comes off as sincere because, yeah, you think you love them, but you just want to get your rocks off. You, like, in the sincerity of your heart, you believe that you want to, you, that's your girl, but you just want to get your rocks off. <laughs> that's what it was. You needed to procreate. It's a primal urge we all have, and if you go your whole entire life, like, like, you're like a bull in a fucking cage. You're like a bull in a pen on the running of the bull's day, right before they fucking run down the streets. You're just, like, so full of it. You're like, Aah! You're just ready to fucking kill at this point. You feel let down. There's even, like, people talking about, like, they should make it government mandatory assigned relationship couples and stuff like that. That's, like, some of the smarter incels are trying to make legislation for that shit. Like, they're trying to, like, get a lobbying going for that kind of thing. 
And it'll never happen. No, but of course, because in all, any country, maybe in Croatia, <laughs> it'll never North, happen. North Korea. Yeah, North Korea probably already does happen. It's just signed relationships and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's really fucking crazy, man. It's really crazy. And and all they need to do, most of them, all they need to do is just bathe regularly. Get a, a fresh water. No, it's not all they need to do. They all need. Wait, they, wait, a lot of them need mental finish. health. Let they need fi- therapy, man. Let me finish. First, they they just need to uh, know how to properly man- maintain themselves. Second of all, I was gonna come to that. Therapy is certainly is necessary, but one on one. Yeah. If you come to this conclusion in life, then you've reached a point where you need you need to work that stuff out of it. And then they will. Healthy. And then they will gradually learn how to. Just relax through life because if you are relaxed, you will attract other people that are relaxed or just uh, influence the vibe as you should. And if you are just so uptight and so completely frustrated all the time, you just, that's what you reap what you sow, you know, that's what it is. I'm hearing snack sounds. I don't have much for snacks. No, I didn't plan on it. I didn't plan on it. Here is a generic Kinder Bueno. Oh, nice. A uh, uh, little Kinder Bueno. A, li- a little Bellona. You want something that's like a, a Kinder Bueno? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho. That's from that comedian we saw. Yeah, that. it's from the comedian we saw. <laughs> you want something like a Twix? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> okay, check this guy out. Yeah. Because uh, on the other hand of all this stuff, it's really, really funny. To watch them rage on YouTube. Because it's... For me, it's the Chris Chan effect. Because it's like... Okay, I hear what you're saying. But why are you saying it on YouTube? Unedited. Looking like a total schmo. Like, proving your own point. <laughs> and it's hilarious. This is this is a real recent one to drop. It's called... Just Google... Just look on YouTube for Enough is Enough. Check this guy out. I don't know what to do. You know? Uh, I ask people on Reddit um, if I'm ugly, and most of them say I am. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, is my face really that bad? I mean, fuck! <laughs> There's so many goddamn people saying that my face is ugly, it's repulsive, and I don't know what the fuck to do. I can't, I'm stuck in my fucking room because you motherfuckers! People on Reddit, man, they're fucking getting to my brain. Especially the girls saying that I'm unattractive and I I have no hope and shit like that. And my face is fucked up. I'm tired of getting bullied. So why do you put yourself on Reddit then? My face is not that bad. <laughs> People are trying to belittle me. They're trying to fuck with my mind. I'm not that bad. Repulsive? Are you nuts? What the fuck? Repulsive. Yeah, I have facial flaws like a big crooked nose, maybe a caveman ridge, but recessed jaw and chin and genetics. A lot of acne and. Not a lot of acne. He's got like one. Natural eyes. Yeah, I have a lot of flaws, but. Do they really stand out to the point? Face looks I'm gonna make like people you got, cringe. Like a... 
from and the side. And actually looks like our buddy Max, who we were talking about earlier today. Monster? No, no, no. Like, well, Max is way better looking, that's Yes, but he has the same kind of face shape, general face. He's like, if you were to choose when you're making, when they made Max and they made this guy, they both started from the same preset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they edited off the same preset. insane. Same presets, really. What the hell? You know, I don't want to end up in the hospital again. Fuck. Again. I gotta move on, for again. God's sake. It's been three fucking years like this. This is what why people fuck? don't want to date you, because you say things, cryptic you know? things like, I don't want to end up in the hospital again. Man. Wait, why did you go to the hospital for the first Screw time? Screw man. I have to believe in myself. What matters in the end is being happy and loving yourself, no matter what. No matter what people think of you. Very you true. Know? Well, so do it then. Nobody's Man, stopping yeah, you. Yeah, a lot of girls find me unattractive, but that's life, you know. I'm sure there's a girl out there that would like me for who I am, you know. He's just coaching God, himself. Damn. Yeah, he's just coaching himself because he doesn't uh, practice that. <sighs> wow. He needs somebody else to tell. He's him. not talking to any girls out there. He's only going on Reddit, posting selfies, and asking if he's attractive. And of course, people say, are taking that bait. Like, oh like, shit. Mm. Especially back right. then. Nowadays, the Reddit is way more positive. Everyone, you know? It depends on which subreddit you're posting really, in. They all have their course. own rules. I don't like to call them more ugly. Because 4chan shows some very horrible shit. That are right not now. as good looking and they're they're holding hands with a very good, very pretty girl. So apparently they closed. Everyone, you know? Let me pause this for one second. Apparently they closed the uh, the in the incel subreddit. Reddit actually shut it down. Because uh, according to their community guidelines, they actually reviewed it and started saying that there's a lot of dangerous kind of hate speech and talk going on in there and stuff. And they're like, we, it's starting to get out of hand. And so they actually closed it. And, and you're actually not allowed to really talk about incels anymore. Or you're not allowed to, like, have incel rants on there. You're allowed to talk about incel rants, but you're not allowed to be an incel and rant on there. Something like this. There's something along right. these lines. You're not allowed to make those long manifesto-like rants and stuff like that yeah. anymore. But you could post this video and talk about it, you know? And, yeah, I don't have the best face, but what am I going to do, you know? It's no, what I've been dealt again? with, I and I want to deal with it, and, and okay. just go on with my life and forget about my flaws, you know? I'm going out to a club tonight with my dad, <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can pick up a girl. I bet you I can. I have... I have what it takes to pick up a girl. <laughs> Fuck the people saying I can't pick up a girl. You don't have it's to. It's not true. I have I have what it takes to get a girlfriend. I'm going now. Okay. All these people on Reddit putting me down. Fuck you all, yeah, man. Fuck them. Take care. Fuck now. you all. Okay. Yes. This is just very sad, but not, I, I don't mean this in a mean way. I mean this in the most compassionate way imaginable. I just, I'm a very caring person for my friends, but when I see like a very raw glimpse into somebody else's life, I immediately connect to it and immediately I'm like, oh man, I really, I feel the urge to help him, but I can't, of, of course I cannot, I cannot help him. I am no, 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 no. no shape, way, or form in the position to help. I'm just him. glad he has somewhat of a positive outlook. True, he he, he tries, and and I and I I just strongly encourage that. And I, I lost think... it when he said I'm going to a club tonight <laughs> with my dad. <laughs> he did this whole rage like like oh I can do it I can totally do this shit I got what it takes fuck you people that are saying this shit. 
so I'm going to a club tonight with my dad. <laughs> the timing was like... And it's almost like this can't be real. <laughs> that timing was too perfect. Okay, I know I know you probably am very cynical towards this, but I'm really into the show Queer Eye, where they're basically... I've never even watched it. Okay, I strongly suggest you do, because it's basically five gay guys that make help make over uh, an incel, basically. Yeah. But not as completely... <laughs> like this. Yeah. But still, some people are very deep. But they, uh, 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 the, the, the original Queer Eye was more in a goofy way, like, oh, look at this uh, straight guy. Ew, he's gross. Well, you're but, talking about the original meaning Queer Eye for the straight guy, the old show yeah. that came out in, like, 2000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. They now, nowadays... Those they... are, in, in South Park, those are the first, like, crab people. Yeah. <laughs> those are the Queer Eye for the straight guys. Where yeah, they're, they're the crab I remember. People. <laughs> that shit never... I don't know why. Like, it's such a stupid joke, the crab people thing. It's just a nonsensical way to end it. But God, was that funny. It, was and it never funny. gets old. Never and gets old. every game that they release when they bring out the crab people in the... It's always like, Lal, hack Lal. Here's these motherfuckers again uh, trying to take over the world through some stupid <laughs> plan. But the thing is, with the, with the new Queer Eye, with a new Fabulous Five... It is it is way more modern, like like in the the self love body positive uh, age we are living in now. Like it is very normal for people to build you up rather to, than to kick you when you are already down. Yeah. So I really like that show, and I strongly suggest basically for incels to watch that show and apply whatever tip they have for for the original straight guy they can apply uh, to their life we need to post this episode in a incel subreddit no, or no, something no. like that no 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 i don't want to do that because i'm already a target i'm a whore for them i'm a woman and i'm a whore and it doesn't matter that i've been in long long relationships my almost my whole relationship life but it doesn't matter i have like had like three boyfriends in my life or something like that but still i'm a fucking whore so i don't want to mess with them to be to be perfectly honest yeah i guess not i'm i will definitely not can communicate with any incels personally like not tr not try mm -hmm. to like help them or something like that because i've seen a lot of these incel help threads and it's bad they the, anyone who like try, says exactly what you just said gets jumped on by about 50 motherfucking people or more yeah. jumping on you saying shut the fuck up whore you don't know what the hell you're talking yeah, exactly. about and shit like exactly. really big time like and it, yeah woo, they got themselves a support network now like if you try yeah. and like give them help and stuff like that they're gonna give you 5,000 well thought out reasons why you're wrong and why no you're incorrect I still can't get a girlfriend yeah well with that attitude you can exactly and then they prove my point but they also prove their own point which and then in the end, I have respect for that and I have peace with that, whatever. They, I, I will never get listened to by certain people. And that's fine. Because who am, who am I to even talk about their life? I don't know their life. Bitch, I don't know your life. <laughs> I know my life. I've had a, a couple of times, especially being a bartender, I've had a couple of times that when you are a bartender, you are generally nice. If there I have to be, I can video, be a bitch. Uh, guy... Wait, I'm talking about something. You just... Fuck about, wait a second, about videos. As a bartender, you constantly have to be nice to people. And yeah. sometimes you get those fucking weirdos at the bar that when you are nice to them, they're like, oh shit, she's totally wanting to marry me right now. Yeah. And they get drunk and, and kind of obsessed. And that's kind of creepy, you know? And they only see it from their point of view as in like, oh, I just want to get laid. And she's a fucking bitch to not give me her, her snatch. 
because I'm entitled to that yeah. fucking snatch. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to do my job and just go home and chill out and not think about anything like that at all. Yeah, exactly. So just relax. That's my final verdict. Okay, what's this shitty well, video? Well, what I was saying is, no, I'm not going to show you another video because no. it's actually very disturbing. Uh, there's another one uh, from 2016, uh, Elliot Roger. Uh, he ended up becoming a suicidal murderer. Okay. After posting a series of uh, incel rage videos, incel rant videos, uh, he ended up going on to really hurt people and then kill himself, or at least attempt to. <coughs> he didn't kill himself. <coughs> uh, I'm not sure. No, he did. He did kill himself. That that other guy. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that's uh. Ah! I still find it very hilarious at the same time, though. Yeah, you have, um, I think you, you can disconnect yourself way better than I can from this kind of stuff. As in, to just see it as a funny thing. Well, yeah, I'm because... I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to that. I can see the humor people. in it. I can see the humor in it, but I'm not going to go around laughing about this all day. Like, look at this fucking idiot. What I found the most funny was just, like, he does this very legitimate rant. He's like, I know I have what it takes. And then he says what his next step is going to be is something that's yeah. definitely not going to get him laid at all. I'm going to go to a club with my dad. And I'm going to pick up a chick. Yeah. And I, who's driving? <laughs> you know, like, this is, uh, that's not going to work out. And, and from when, when is this video? Uh, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. So I wonder where he is at now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really need to know. I don't just hypothetically. Oh, man. I'm telling you. That's shit. <laughs> What you smoking on today? Uh, well, I once again got from my regular shop, Hugo, got Jack Herrer. Okay, 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 okay. That is nice. Jack Herrer. I almost always get their uh, discount weed because every week they have one or two weed strains and one yeah. or two hash things on discounts. Like normal, pri norm normal price is 11 euros a gram and then it drops to 9.50 or 9 euros a gram or something like that right so that's uh that's nice jack Herrer, indica mostly super mellow not really extremely tasty as in there's not a lot of flavor but just wheat pint flavor oh are you again ah <laughs> no go on go on uh. Yeah, I'll go on forever. <coughs> and we'll all stand together. Oh, and also, uh, I'm still smoking my homegrown. I keep expecting my sativas to be done, but they're not. They are not. Right now we're podcasting from my apartment, so we're looking to the left and seeing these two massive weed plants on my balcony. Well, Still alive. It, it's 20 degrees on that balcony right the now. The thing is, they are tall, but they are not as massive anymore because they lost a lot of leaves. Well, they, so they are very lean, they do massive. That, they, they lose their leaves. Yeah, that's, that's During normal. the flowering phase, that's what they They used to be to very they thick, were, they fat were with like a bushy... It very was like full a, bushes before. It was like a jungle on your apartment. It was like balcony. 70s porn. It was really fucking bushy. Yeah, man. It was really bushy. No, there's still quite some leaves on there and stuff, and it's doing it's doing quite well. The leaf, the buds are almost done, but I don't really see too many amber trichomes on there yet, so it's still not quite ready. 
But I think if, if this weekend, really, for sure this time, this weekend, if they're not done, I'm chopping them. Or if, because some strains of sativas don't actually show the trichomes. They don't show the ember. Yeah. Some of them don't really ever show it that much. So they might be ready to chop now. But I'm just going to give them a few more days. It's only going to make them heavier and heavier and stonier. That's the only thing it's going to do for them. They're just going to make make you get more and more stoned from them. I you see. Know? When they're cloudy trichomes, you get this head high. When it goes amber, you get more stony. Mm. Yeah. And then you'll hopefully finally get your balcony back. Why do you still have the stalks up from your... I just haven't chopped them because I don't know what to do with the roots yet. I see. You can do stuff with the roots. There's uh, CBD and stuff in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm thinking of either doing something with them. Uh, we're gonna those sticks. They're gonna we're gonna make them into stuff for the reptile terrariums. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we're gonna like weave them in sections or chop them up and, and do something with them. We yeah, don't know yet. Good idea because we'll we're be gonna a, work them into the cage eventually. Would be somehow. a ways to to get rid of that. Like a, these stalks I have are like three meters, two and a half meters, and then the others are three meters, like really long. Uh, the main stem from my, my cannabis plants from this year. I got four big ones. Uh, we're gonna do something with it. I don't know, but it's gonna be all. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> <clears throat> I just drooled all over myself. <laughs> it sounded like he was about to cry too, like like his he was so full of Oh snot. He, he was definitely crying from doing it though. Definitely crying. And there was a cut in the middle. Well no, there was no cut in the middle, but he did stop in the middle. It definitely like gets in your nose and makes You ever have that when you're drinking cola and it gets kinda of gets in your nose in yeah. a sense when you're and drinking it, it, burns, it burns tingles or tingles really hard to where it feels like it's kinda of burning. Or like st- stinging. Yeah. Shit's funny. Roar! <laughs> roar! Roar! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> just having it on Yeah, I, I'm just constantly moment. having it cued for those moments. <laughs> Punctuate every moment. I love that piano music in the background, too. It's like <laughs> uplifting piano music for like the background of like a... Like a study video. Yeah, study video. Oh, that's amazing. Damn right. (laughs) I can't really give any advice to incels. Oh, I got some. I got some advice. They don't. They're not gonna take it. I have a question for them. Have you heard of the uh, the Mars program that uh, Elon Musk is uh, has been running for the past few years? They are uh, gathering people to colonize Mars. You go over there, it's a whole new ratio. It's a whole new ratio of people. So, it won't be that 80-20 ratio that they complain about. The basic concept is uh, 80% of the chicks go for 20% of the men, so what chance do I have of getting laid or finding love? And uh, that would completely change that ratio if if you and like maybe like 100 people go out in outer space. That's a pretty small ratio. Y'all are going to have to get laid eventually if you want to populate it's gonna have to happen. 
Imagine being the only person on Mars that didn't get laid. Oh. Everybody's gone Imagine to the orgy. Imagine his videos. Imagine his videos. <laughs> Just like floating there, like in low gravity. Kicking stuff around, but it just gently yeah. swoops over there. In the background, you see like wadded up tissues floating around in the background. Yeah, and 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 in there's like a, a clotted glass kind of background, and sometimes you see people like ah coming to it, uh, and like okay, you see like butt cheeks sometimes pressed against. Why? Just, because there's an orgy going on on Mars, oh, and yeah. you don't get to go. They they are the only ones not invited. The only to place the orgy. that's safe from the orgy is his room. Yeah. Cleanest room in there. But I think I believe the people that want to go to Mars, they're all. Incels in space is a is a reality special. show I would watch. Huh? Incels in space is a reality show I would watch. Uh, Can you imagine? In space. Incels in space. Where no one will hear you scream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where no one can hear you jerking off into your own hand. <laughs> No, really though, I would love to see. I can't wait until people do actually land on Mars and see the YouTube videos that they, those vlogs that they put up. There's got to be at least one idiot going there. That or it's gonna be heavily government controlled, and we're never gonna know what's really going on over there. Yeah. It's gonna be some weird fucking dystopian social experiment that they're doing. I already said like the the moment when I realized or when I learned that um they're doing this project to colonize Mars, a SpaceX thing. The first thing I thought of was like, oh man, this is going to turn out to be like a uh, total recall. They colonize Mars in that movie. And it's just like this dystopian wasteland kind of horrible, like ratty back alleys of Las Vegas kind of place with a lot of like mixed alien race people and stuff and humans and stuff. And the government there is like martial law type thing. And they just come in and take people and shit. And they control their air supply if they don't do what they say. Like they can shut off the air because it's all in some sort of in- indoor thing because there's no air on Mars yet and stuff. And at the end of the movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger saves the day by creating air on Mars. <laughs> it's actually a really good... I don't know. If, have you seen that movie? Totally yeah, I have. Yeah. I have seen it as a kid when I was very scared at the end. When yeah, the eyeballs yeah, yeah. The, out. the whole clay animation special effects oh, they did man, to make there or whatever so it was. I don't know. That shit tweaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. And there's a... Like... very, very, very scary. Because as a kid, you don't realize, like, it's a movie, it's not real, and, and they're going to be fine, and la-di-da, but you're just, oh my god, what the fuck, is this going to happen to me? Where's the air? That's uh, yeah, it's a alright movie. I always thought this is a, a, a tiny conspiracy theory that lives in my head, and that I don't really necessarily act on, but I always thought that maybe the crazy movie things... Wait, wait a when the crazy, the crazy movie things like this and whatever are actually things by the government to make us get used to crazy stuff, uh, and eventually it will happen, just like Total Recall. Right here, this is the shit. Oh man! Oh god! Oh. So scary. <laughs> it went away after a second. It just popped out while he screamed. While yeah. he's screaming, his eyes are popping out. They look badass. <laughs> I remember this shit very well. <laughs> Looking at it now, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> it's a little disturbing, but it's also kind of like 
think about them as actors having to film this. Yeah. And action. Waka Waka! Waka Waka! The girl is much more convincing. Arnold is like, Does it even happen? No, you, your fucking hair gets sucked out immediately. Where's the air? Is that the air? That's the air. You can see the air. I don't think this is how it works. No. Oh no, air! Oh my god. For those of you listening to audio of us, we're watching the ending of Total Recall where all the glass is breaking and, and they're getting air and midgets are flying all over the place. But the thing is, does the air not harm the original Mars people? I mean, come on. Well, no, all the those aliens? people. There's air in that building. It was an air controlled place. They all survived on oh, oxygen. Yeah, yeah. They come from all over the place. <laughs> His teeth. And he comes back. It looks like Mac DeMarco in that scene. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that scene tweaked me the fuck out when I was a kid, though. Just seeing the whole entire like, you kind of get used to the setting of that that compound where they all live, and like the bar, and like the strip club area, and like the streets and everything, and everyone kind of hanging out and stuff. And then you see it all just get destroyed in the last three minutes of that movie. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, when you're watching that, you're just kind of like, what, what? What? It's all come to an end just like that, like just like that, and like the, our heroes' eyes are bulging out and they're screaming and bleeding out of their eyeballs and shit, and like <laughs> and gasping for air. Yeah, it's pretty. Holy yeah. fuck! That was twisted when I was a kid. Holy shit! But that's gonna be SpaceX. <laughs> that's gonna be it. <laughs> It's going to be like evil Elon Musk is controlling SpaceX from up there and like, you don't do what I say, you don't get oxygen. I would not move to any planet where they would eventually make the stuff that you need to survive a, a, a commodity that can be taxed and like... It, and, or controlled. Or, or, or the, a resource that could like actually run out by the flip of a switch or something like that, like generated oxygen, like how they have in space stations and stuff like that, like recirculated air, like that kind of stuff that they do, oxygen tanks that they re- replenish and stuff, like... That's pretty frightening. Yeah, it's pretty fucking frightening, yeah, exactly, like, I like, I don't, I like, I'm way less afraid of being very high up in the sky, because there's air. <laughs> not as much, but there's air there. There still is, yeah. Yeah, there's still air, it's not the vacuum of space. Would you like to go to space if you had the chance? If I were a hundred percent certain that there was no uh, chance of me getting swept off some sort of slave colony on Mars, yeah, I'll go visit the moon. I'll go check it out. Yeah. I would, but yeah, I I don't trust it because I don't trust any fucking government in this world like to take me away from society and that they would take good care of me in their little project for colonizing other planets or something like that or going exploring space. I don't know. I think, uh, I think, yeah, you lose, they, they lose a lot of liability, or they get rid of a lot of their own liabilities. Once you're out there in space, that's basically like international waters. We haven't jurisdiction out there of any kind. No. So, yeah. The term in space, no one can hear you scream, takes quite a metaphorical turn at that point. They can also not hear you scream for help when there is oxygen and you're being taken by some evil space government or something like that. 
pays government. I, I also hope, I really hope that they just append the word, or prepend the word space to everything. I'm going to space bed. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your space cereal. Episode 7 of the successful space comedy podcast. <laughs> the comedy space podcast. This, this space podcast is brought to you by space. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. Fucking space. Space is cool. I just don't look up there very much. I don't look to the skies very much. I'm much more concerned and, and distracted by the world we live in. Yeah, you know? that's uh, easily. If it becomes... If, if I can go to space like I can go to Six Flags, then I'll go. You know what I mean? If I can go to space like I can take a trip to Italy... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I'll do it. Sure. You're not going to become an astronaut. Get my space passport. <laughs> Well, America will find a way to colonize space. Ah, it won't be America doing it. It'll be a United Nations effort. For sure. I see. Yeah, of course it will be. They're not going to let one one fucking global superpower fucking uh, dominate outer space. That will result in the space wars. Ooh. Ooh. Space wars. Space war one. I love space wars. Do you think they called it World War One back in World War One times? I don't think so. They just called it the war. The war. Same with two, probably. They were not like, oh, this is just like the first one because. Oh, I think it, no. Like at that the point, they one. no, they declared it World War Two during that for sure because it was all different world powers fighting over different, and then like these several countries of the world a lot allied against those several countries of the world in all-out brawl for like they were trying to change the way the entire world was run yeah the, the nazis were going for world domination uh they were also going for some sort of global domination thing in world war one as well <laughs> yeah they were that started with the assassination of a uh, and that's why they became Yitzhak rabin or something like that i think his name was the assassination of this guy sparked the world war no sorry franz ferdinand as far as the First World War. Yeah, and he, uh, uh, and that was the reason Germany was so in debt by the time Hitler came around. Yeah. They were very easily. And his thing was that they were gonna take bring bring back the wealth to the country and and bring them up again as a superpower and stuff and like let's get back to where we were. But he didn't at first portray it like let's try taking the world over again. No, guys. no, he was more like. Uh, I get it, we are in the shit right now and we have to turn this around and we have yeah. to really look at how we, uh, uh, how society is built up, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point it became like, yeah, there are certain elements in our society that are taking all the wealth and, yeah. that, and that was how Well, it yeah, well, fucking welcome to the world, motherfucker. <laughs> we all have to have a fair share of the pie, unfortunately. None of us like it. <laughs> That's the way it is. This is the way it is. But we're already coasting towards like a World War Three type situation anyway. But that's the thing. I, I talk about this all the we're, time. We're basically my, in uh, it. They're just kind of they're kind of just shadowing the fact that it exactly. isn't. Exactly. But that's the thing. It's uh, like when two thousand eight so we had nowadays. we had a we had a literal economic depression, but they just called it a recession. Yeah. They just called it something different. It's not quite a depression yet. It's a recession. It's like no, this is a depression. It's just done on a different scale. Yeah. Because we're we have so much more technology and so much more resources and stuff, but the economy is screwed. People are losing their homes. It's this is a, this is a depression. <laughs> there are no jobs, and everyone's losing their homes in their own fucking country. Basic jobs. Like <laughs> people can't work at McDonald's anymore because of this. Like it was really bad. Yeah, 
But that's the thing. War nowadays is so much different than it was back in those days. It's profitable now. You would have uh, trenches and battlefields and 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 real uh, yeah now it's just strategic bombings of land that they want to take in the future yeah exactly. so they bomb it but they're like oh but don't bomb it too much because we need that land for purposes oil it's not even about oil <laughs> it okay. is and it isn't you know like those countries that we were getting to it was like first of all there was this uh one of these large oil companies was trying to build a pipeline in the middle east and it was one that was owned by a government agency and they were unable to build this pipeline that goes across the Middle East because of all these different contested countries. They're like, we are not going to allow the same pipeline that goes through that fucking Jew-ass country to come through our beautiful Muslim country. Hell no to your pipeline. Like, And then also vice versa. And then Indian people also like, fuck you, you are not going to put the fucking pipeline in our thing. Like, and like you know, it's going to be, it's going to, you're telling me that that pipe is going to touch Pakistan and India? No, 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 my friend. No, like, that was, that's basically the problems that we're had, having with, with building this pipeline. But guess what the path of the pipeline that they wanted to build this is just one of the aspects of it though because it's it's it, that's already a done deal as far as i know oh she dropped the rock <laughs> a bearded dragon just kicked a rock off of a, a ledge in her cage but uh, I, I startled <laughs> i was startled. but she she um what they did was uh they what happened was you saw systematically the countries that are contested for that pipeline slowly get invaded and their their dictators taken up because they were uh, suddenly it came to light that they were just torturing and gassing the mustard gassing their own people and stuff and we need to stop this oh they're allowing uh, ISIS units to live and form in this country and they're giving them money so we're going to uh, we're going to da 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 and we're gonna get them out of there and then they just fucking trample through that country and they end up occupying it in which case they're allowed to build that pipeline based on some set of fucked up laws and shit like that and that shit got done they're building that that this 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 way to funnel oil through the Middle East and stuff like that. They're taking up oil rights from countries. But that's not the only thing they're doing, man. They're just... They're trying to set up economic commission zones, in my opinion. I, I think it's starting to become more and more obvious every day it's leading that way. What they're doing is they're centralizing power in all these different independent countries, just like the EU. This yeah. is what Hitler did in Europe in, in the 1930s and 40s, was he sought to take the entire continent of Europe... All of these sovereign nations that are of their own thing, yeah. and get them under one law, it would allow it for everyone to freely travel across all of those countries as one con as one big super country under one law. Yeah. The German law, of course, like they were going to be the heads of it. But basically, he was going to he he wanted to unite Europe in an economic and and work commission, like an economic and 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 further commission. But. Also, no Jews. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, also no Jews and stuff like that. But basically, what we have right now, the European Union, is almost to the letter, except for the Jews thing, what Hitler wanted to form. Yeah. And there was a lot of blowback on the European Union when they first wanted to form it. Nobody wanted it because everyone was like, this is what Hitler wanted. This is what the whole entire war was fought over because he wanted to unite all of Europe under one rule and stuff like that. And now you guys want us to do this stuff, you know, as well. And this is the time when when Churchill was in was in office, and uh, uh, and and no, not Churchill. This is this is the time when when uh, Ted Heath, I believe, was in office and stuff. I think it went on for quite some time because at first they did not want it in World War Two. After World War Two, when Churchill was around, I believe he was around then in the UK. He did not want it, and and he was one of the people who said like, we're not going to do this commission. This is a horrible thing. Like, no way we're going to do this European thing. And then uh, about five, ten years later, maybe less, maybe a little more. Uh, they commissioned, they created a new idea. There's like, okay, okay, okay. How about this? 
we we create a European Union type thing, but only on an economic and work basis. We're not going to unify under one law. We're only going to do it to allow us to rebuild as a continent after the devastation of World War II. Yeah. We allow the trade of working and employees between countries. People can go from this country to that country and get work and help in order to help and rebuild all of our, our, our landmarks and our and our and our you know just our cities and shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was basically the birth of the European Economic Commission, the EEC. Yeah. Okay? Then from that point forward, people who were working and living in those other countries, they still weren't fully welcomed in those countries because they were only allowed on this economic basis and stuff, and they wanted to have full-on rights there. They started to identify with it and stuff, and that's when they started to advertise, well, why don't we try it with this and also add the da-da-da-da-da, and we will make it so there is one law uh, governed by uh, a bureaucratic system, a simply bureaucratic, non-political system that would that would govern the laws of, uh, of, the, of this commission, and make it so there's a standardized way for everyone to live and work uh, and and build a life also across these countries and like do business and trades and all this other stuff and everything and and you know allow people to immigrate to other countries and learn other languages and all this like the full on thing and then yeah. and then people were okay with it except for the UK the UK didn't want it they were still they were still hurt about the whole German thing they did not want it so that's why they stayed on this that's why they still have the pound you know that's one of the reasons why they still have the British pound because uh, they're not full members of the EU. They are partners with the EU. Yeah, and, and now, in it. And now they, they want to get out. And now, yeah, now they want to get out. And, and good for them, because I am actually against the EU, because it just means that's that's all the taxes you pay is mostly to shit that's not for the Netherlands. That's a lot of it for us. Mm. You know that? A lot of the taxes we have to pay here are to the European Union for how they run their shit and all the taxes for running their government and that stuff. That sucks. And the European Union... Not to be too conspiracy-ish, but I'm only stating facts here. The European Union is entirely run like all of the highest seats of the European Union. Actually, all of them are non-elected positions, and they are all bankers. Like, that is their other job, or that was their former job as being the head of Goldman Sachs, and now they are the head of the European the European Union Commission and stuff like that. It's, it's all bankers that are hired for the job through a job interview, not a, a electoral process as a decision made by all of the people who are in the union, like we do in the United States. Yeah. So in that sense, you guys do have a continent-wide dictatorship, basically, on elected officials who are deciding laws that affect every single one of these countries that are in it. Yeah. That's fucking Whoa. fucked up. And then they make you seem like you're crazy as a country for wanting to leave it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be devastating for you. And what? also There's only the 27 countries in the European Union. What about all those other thriving countries that aren't in it? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like... It's not just third world countries that aren't in the EU, in Europe. Yeah, but like uh, Switzerland, I believe. Switzerland, but they, they do have, uh, they are partnered only in the, the um, rules of immigration. So if you are to, if you're kicked out of the European Union, you can't just go hop over to Switzerland. Yeah. They are part of the European Union for those purposes. So that doesn't, it's not considered outside the EU. It's still considered what they call Schengen territory. Oh, okay. It's still part of that. But they do indeed have their own uh, economy and stuff like that. But they also have a lot less people than the UK. You know? True. And uh, the UK is taking Scotland and Ireland with them. Yeah? Yeah, that's part of the United Kingdom. Cool. No, well... Oh. I, what? It's it's not cool because the fucking they don't get a vote on it. <laughs> they don't oh, get, okay. They got that to sucks. vote. They got to vote as all three nations. 
I was like, oh cool, oh, we get a party. And, and, and Wales is in Wales too. Technically, that's that's not that's not Britain. Uh, it's it's uh or it's not England. It's Wales. So. Like, the UK often gets lumped into, like, that area surrounding London, you know? Like, yeah. But, but it's actually, like, some quite... what They would like to consider themselves their own nations and stuff with their own histories and, and, and even languages and stuff like that, which they totally do have, like, the Gaelic and stuff like that and the, all that shit. Especially Scottish are very Basically, proud. almost unanimously, Scotland and Ireland and, and I think Wales, too. You might want to look this up to make sure I'm not lying. But all of them voted pretty much unanimously against leaving the EU. But those votes didn't add up to the ones from the main island, the big island, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, so they, they... And so they voted yes for Brexit when really, like, those entire countries of Ireland and, and uh, Scotland, even though they all voted no, doesn't fucking matter because England said yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they're, now they're, they're thrown in with the pool of the English yeah. vote instead yeah. of being yeah, their yeah. own... Yeah, so their vote, vote wasn't enough. Like, if if everyone in England said yes, or even if like just like seventy percent of England said yes, all those other countries saying no doesn't even add up to enough to fucking. Yeah. I'm okay with them leaving in, with leaving the EU, but I would actually it would be much better. It, it might set a standard for future countries that feel like they're getting a bad rap to just leave the EU, thinking like maybe we can do better without the EU. Like maybe Spain can do better outside the EU. Maybe. <clears throat> Who knows? They weren't. Were they worse off before the EU, or were they better? Yeah, that's the thing. You are very conditioned to forget about it. Yeah, in the Netherlands, I've whenever I talk to the people who were adults in the in in the uh, in uh, like full grown adults in let's say two thousand what was it two thousand five or four or something like that that they brought in the euro was it like then? Mm-hmm. Something like two thousand four or five they they brought in the euro. And then all these countries, 27 countries or so, I don't, maybe it wasn't 27 at the time, but I'm just saying 27. All these countries, they had their own currencies, like the lira and... and we had know, the gulda. And yeah, the, the Dutch had the gulder or the gilder, as everyone else calls it when they come here. Um, but also you guys accepted people calling it that. Like when you were speaking English, do you say gilders? Yeah, of course. Just as like, you're not going to force people to use the G, no, the hard G. No, Gulda, it's yeah, Gulda. Say Gulda, do it. Clear your throat. <laughs> no, but... Um, Spit in my face. Yeah, so so this this uh, this introduction of the Euro was a good thing overall, I guess, but what it did was actually really hurt the economies and the, and the amount and scale of what you pay for just about everything for a lot of countries. So yeah. a lot of these countries had a huge adjustment period where suddenly, like... The money that they had saved up in the bank, which was a pretty decent amount, now did not amount to shit. Yeah, it was worth half. That yeah. was basically because uh, one euro is two guilders twenty. And that, yeah, but also. So back in the day, they converted it accordingly, but now at this point, it's just guilder prices with the euro. Yeah, before. exactly. Because they if didn't... you would convert it now, you just pay fucked up amounts for. The stuff. other thing. The other thing was that they. What you were just saying, when they changed the the scale of how the of what the value of the euro was versus the guilder, they didn't adjust prices at stores anywhere to reflect that. So what cost two guilders now cost four euros. No, what, no, 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 what, no, no. What, no. I mean, what what cost two guilders now cost four guilders because no. you're paying two euro for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be- so, but in the beginning, you would pay one euro for a two guilder thing, mm-hmm. but then gradually it it just went up and up and up, and okay. now you just basically pay. Yeah, they they brought the it up. double. Yeah. Yeah. They slowly changed it over time, and they really fucked over a lot of countries by doing that. It basically like all these countries that were like, 
they're not third world, they're not second world, but they're definitely not first world yet. They're just kind of like little, little shady countries a little bit, but they're doing well for their scale of money and their economy. They're doing just fine, and they're actually like doing stuff in the international market and stuff once the European Union came along that negated a lot of their stuff. Yeah. It also hurt a lot of fishing industries and stuff like that, fishing and farming, because they got regulated so hard. Uh, fishing industry got regulated really hard. One side of the argument was is that Europe was overfishing the waters. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I've never taken a look at any of the actual data to prove that they were overfishing the waters. Um, that could be true. I'm not going to argue that. However, it made it so that the vast majority of family-run for many, many, many generations fishing and farming operations had to close down and make way for corporate farming and fishing interests. Yeah. That had the money and resources to do very large poles of fish in one small season when they're allowed to do it and stuff and get enough fish to last for many years. Like, this kind of stuff. Like, they're able to do this industrial-sized fishing projects and stuff that within the time frame that they're allowed to fish. The other fishermen who had smaller boats and rigs and, and, and teams and stuff could not compete that basically ruined the fishing industry, which was a huge part of Europe, mm -hmm. of course. You know, it's a huge part of, like, any... Uh, uh, culture that lives near water. Yeah, fish um, is fucking expensive. Fish now is here. extremely uh, expensive here, and it's a huge part of Dutch culture. They grew weird. up on fish, basically. Yeah, and it's weird. Eighty percent of the coast of the, of the country is coast. Yeah. On the sea, and like when I was little, like these tiny little shrimp, the Hollandse garnalen, Dutch shrimp. Dutch shrimp. They're, they're these tiny little tiny shrimp. Tiny shrimp, and they're delicious. Yeah, and you get like a handful of them in a sandwich. Yeah. Like a huge pile of shrimp. Instead oh, of getting like three big shrimp on a sandwich or something, you get like just a pile of them. Yeah, and you and with like cocktail sauce or mm -hmm. something. But when I was Delicious. little, they were super cheap. They were like the, the, the poor man's food. Yeah. Nowadays, they're like nine euros for a hundred yep. grams. It's a luxury thing to have It's a luxury now. thing. Uh, even getting Same like haring, haring or... Yeah, or haring. Um, well, actually, you know, it, getting like uh, kabuyao, which is in English cod, codfish and stuff, like that kind of fish is not so expensive. I can get like a kilo of uh, a kilo of, of already fried pieces of kibbling for uh, like nine euros. Well, that's pretty expensive still. It's still pretty, yeah, a kilo though? I know, but a A thousand grams for... It used to be way cheaper, that's all like I'm saying. Like 90 cents a kilo, like, is, like or for, 90 cents a, a euro is not bad. For a country that lives near the sea, that that is basically yeah. at the under sea level. Yeah. You can like reach in and grab it. <laughs> yeah, and, and fish is very yeah, expensive yeah. for some reason, yep. so it's kind of weird. If you go to proper fish markets that aren't in the center of Amsterdam, this, and these markets are trying to cover their costs of actually renting the market stall space uh, on these open-air markets and stuff, if you go out of town and go to the other towns and stuff and get your fish at those places sometimes, you just go for one big run of fish or something like that. I always go you to the You can fish save markets. a lot of money that way. Just yeah. by doing business in Amsterdam is just way more costly than doing it elsewhere in the Netherlands. This it's just like if you're like in Chicago or LA, it's just more expensive to buy a pack of cigarettes and everything else if you if you leave. Well, here it's it's more country based, so everywhere you go, the cigarettes cost the same. But uh, in this country, but um, yeah, cigarettes so a bad example. It's too, it's, too, it's too small, but like, but if you go if you go to buy things like different types of food or even like a Coca Cola, it's going to be a different price if you leave the city. That's for sure. It's just like things are more expensive at the train station just because it's a busy place and you need it and you're here, so you're going to pay it. You're not going to leave the station and go somewhere else and buy it. You got a train ride for an hour. You want something to drink, so you're going to buy it for an extra euro. Yeah, I also used to live in a posh neighborhood, and the uh, supermarket there was more expensive than the same supermarkets in other parts of the yep. city. Yep, yep. 
where you would pay sometimes a euro more for the same product than you would pay in another Albert Heijn yep. supermarket. And you can also like sometimes there'll be like an Albert Heijn supermarket and then like a, a Jumbo, a Jumbo supermarket right next to it. Uh, and they both have the same products. They both have like top shelf products, like the <clears throat> normal brands that you would see, Coke, Pepsi, like the name brand shit. But they will be like vastly different prices. And sometimes the other store that is normally cheaper will be more expensive than the Albert Heijn for no good reason. Yeah. I swear to God, they're doing this together, working as a team and passing around like, oh, I'm going to lower my prices on this thing. You can raise it on this for this month and then uh, yeah. it'll get people to come in here and then maybe they'll buy a few extra things here while they're here. And but da, da, da. aren't a lot of supermarkets are also part of the same mother company, right? Yes, they're, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. But what they're doing is they're consolidating those brands because people got wise to it, like C1000 and Yumbo are the same company. Yeah. And then eventually they just got rid of the branding C1000 and made them all Yumbos. Yeah, true. Yeah. I had a C thousand near my parents' house all I used my to go life, there. and now it's a it's a Jumbo. When I lived in Amsterdam North, there was a yeah, there was a C thousand there. Oh man, I have to pause because I'm getting a phone call. One moment, everybody. All right, we're back. I just had a quick uh, phone call there from uh, a work thing. But anyway, uh, I totally forgot what I was talking about though. Yeah, that probably wasn't that interesting. <laughs> it was. I it think wasn't. it was. I don't know. Oh well. <laughs> well, we've been we've been at this for a couple hours anyway. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to cover this week? I'm not sure. Let me check real quick. <laughs> I mean, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh. I mean, I guess, uh, okay, I want, I, I'll briefly touch on what happened at my job this week. Like, this weekend, I had, on Friday, uh, a high school... Um, today's video Sorry. went horribly. I am literally about, no, about to check out of my hotel. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hotel. He oh, just it said, is yeah. a hotel. Okay, we're going. Cool, 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 cool. So, he did went to a So, your work. Yeah, okay, on Friday, I had this, uh, every once in a while, we have... Uh, we have a few high schools coming in to have their ending exam for a uh, uh, music class. Okay. You know, so they practice all year for certain songs and they play it for the parents. So on Friday I had that kind of night. So a lot of stuck up parents because obviously they're posh schools because they can rent uh, uh, a venue to do their music thing in. Right. So they're pretty posh parents. The children were actually... Pre- pretty nice it's always funny for me as a metalhead to see the pre-metal heads at these uh, high school nights you know because you always have one or two or sometimes more kids that with a little bit long hair and yeah. uh, uh, a Foo Fighters t-shirt Ooh, and edgy and edgy, uh, edgy little armband and and you know he's gonna do he's gonna go. anyways he's gonna go far yeah he's gonna go far the teacher was an absolute fucking nut job. Like, he was so... In Dutch, people call him a lulletje rozenwater. He was a fucking dork. He was a really fucking dork. He didn't even know what the fuck to do. And that is what I... What we touched on earlier, I don't know, in the podcast or just talking. Dutch teachers, usually with these kinds of subjects, like music, art, or, or organizing, or whatever, or something in a field... They usually have no fucking idea what they're doing. They have no idea because they have been in the field 20 right. years ago 
and they got their uh, teacher's license and now they teach in a school they don't look at what they what they're doing and us as professionals in the venue when we see these kids coming in and they have no fucking idea what to do they have no idea what to do and these teachers as well they don't yeah, know they get stuck on this uh, idea of using this very old software is what i was talking about yeah and so like the students in order to complete their exam for some completely different subject have to learn how to use this archaic software that they literally only need to use to make some sort of weird kind of graph or something like that to output for their presentation just once in their lifetime but this program they have to learn is like this huge undertaking and it has nothing to do with their actual education and stuff like there's a lot of teachers here that get stuck on that kind of shit here yeah yeah exactly so that was basically the whole problem the whole night there was there was moments where a, there was a kid coming up onto the stage with with their guitar and standing there with the jack cable and looking lost, completely lost, not knowing where the uh, the the amplifier is, where to put put the thing in, and the teacher was just sitting on a chair in front of the stage, like he was attending a play, like he was not uh, involved with this whole thing whatsoever. And he eventually the kids had to come out and help the other kids, which was pretty cute. But still, <laughs> these fucking guys, they don't care. They don't really care. And the problem is they don't have to care because nobody's checking on them what they actually are doing. Right. So that's what I had on Friday. But other than that, I really like those nights because usually they are done very early, which means that I have an early night on Friday. And usually I, I hang out with my <laughs> colleagues there till pretty late to uh, chill and jam Yeah. on the stage, which is super nice. Anyways, the day after, there was this Indonesian fundraiser oh my God. with a shitload of Indonesian people, and they totally wrecked the party. It was, they drank a lot. They drink a lot. <laughs> and they cannot handle it. Like, they drank six beers in half an Did hour. Did they get all red and shit? I mean, I guess, but that, it was just... It was not okay. They had they had a, a catering service in the hallway, and they brought the food into the venue, of course. And in the end, when everybody was gone, there was just smeared chili sauce everywhere. Oh, what? Shit like that, you know. <laughs> Sounds was, like some party. It was very very uh, intense. So that was a, a intense thing. I hope it's fucking. Yeah, chili because sauce. <laughs> I hate it when I have those kinds of nights where people drink irresponsibly. Because then at some point I have to be a party pooper and really be a mother of all these fucking people. Because at some point somebody comes to the bar and is obviously way too wasted and he demands uh, a double Bacardi and Cola. Well, is this you know? the thing that sucks about it is because the reason why you end up having to become a babysitter is because like you guys aren't a bar. You guys have a bar. Yeah, we have a bar in, in this venue. You have a bar at this, at this venue that's for like that's community rented. events that's rented and stuff. So... Yeah. Yeah, there's not really like a bouncer and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, it's not really. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that is why you have to be, like so for people who don't understand like what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a bartender. I don't have to babysit anybody. Yeah. yeah. I just go like this, and then this guy comes and takes them away. Well. What like a actually, we make a lot more. We me. make a lot more money if people drink irresponsibly. No, in my in the community <laughs> center I bartend at, it's just. Whatever loonies rented the place this time, and every week it's different. Every week it's different. Sometimes we have a, a religious a, groups. You have the nights with the people with special learning disabilities. Yeah, although those are one of my favorite nights. I bet they are. 
They are so nice because every time I come I've been begging for years in, to come to those. Yeah, but you're not allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed to come to those. <laughs> and you know you are. It's Down Syndrome Karaoke, everybody. It is. That it is, is the hottest ticket in town on any given Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you have must-see events yeah, of the season. Yeah, it's just their night. It's just from, from some, yeah, the, the community Every once center. in a while you send me videos from behind the bar of it. But no, never from the from the special uh, needy things, right? I think once or twice, but nothing too extreme. And you never showed me anything too crazy. You only had like stories of things like kind of going wild. But, but uh, I, 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 I still I still I still have to I have to laugh. I don't know. I, can't help. I have to I have to <laughs> but find that's it the funny. Thing. That's why it's I not don't like you do you... it consistently. Yeah, I know that's why you don't it's want me to. It's not for laughing. And that's... yeah, but I know that. But I know that you're just I don't know you're holding back because of the podcast. But I know you want to laugh at it too. No, no, no. Yeah. That's not true because <laughs> I work with these groups for a long time now. And of course, initially, okay, my, after edgy, a long time, I guess it gets old. my edgy teenager uh, uh, in me was like, oh, haha, it's so funny. But then at some point, I just, I know these people now. Yeah. Like, I know their personalities. I know their quirks. Yeah. I know how to handle them. Yeah and, yeah, yeah. and it's just not, it's just beyond funny to me now. It's just hilarious. It's, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just their thing, I guess. And I would rather work every week, day of the week with that kind of people than with those office people, the stuck-up posh office people that oh, uh, that uh, rent the place sometimes, because those are completely nightmares. Every time I come in, when there is like a, a, a Down Syndrome disco night, every time... <laughs> the Down Disco! Down, down it should disc- be called Disco Down. Disco Down. Because <laughs> it sounds a little bit like, are you ready to disco down? <laughs> or disco up. But it's uh, every time I come in, there is this one kid. I think he's Moroccan. At this point, he is 14, but I've been seeing him since he was uh, 11. And every time I come in, he just lights up. And he said, the first thing that comes out of his my mouth is, uh, oh wait, how do I translate this? It's kind of like I love you, but more in a cute way, as in I think you are very sweet. No, I think you're very sweet. He says that. Yeah, ik vind jou lief. I think you're very sweet. And he wants to hug me, and then he drools a bit, and that's fine, I, I wipe it off. And how nice is that, to come into your job and to have your customer, the first thing out of my mouth, to say, I think you're so sweet. That's just so, that's just so sweet. <laughs> Although, if a normal, quote-unquote normal customer would say that the first time they come in, I would be like, uh, okay, what what's your problem? <laughs> but I understand. From him, he has Down syndrome, so... I like, in the Netherlands, we have uh, uh, a lot of these guys who are a bit special, who put up several songs, like Schlager kind of songs with MIDI keyboard backgrounds where they sing about, like, things they like or the small town that they live in and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and their stage names are usually their first name with the word singer in yeah, front so of it. Yeah, so the guy, oh yeah, there's like Zunger Bob, you know him? Yeah, Zunger this, Bob. The one that was the little boy, the little chubby yeah. boy that was... <laughs> That one He's was a big a, boy now. Yeah, that one was funny, but it was also adorable. It was <laughs> but it's also really awkward. It looked like maybe he doesn't really want to be doing this today. No, but like, it was cute. Yeah. But uh, you're looking up Sangarinus now. Sangarinus, this is... Oh my god. He has rhythm, though. Yeah, this guy. Sunga Renus. Uh, yeah, his name is Renus. 
And uh, he's just this very big guy. Very big kind Tutor, of... Tutor. Look up Tutor. Oh, met Roman of the Scooter. Roman of the Scooter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Yeah. That's one of the originals. Wait, first... <laughs> Let me first explain real briefly who Sangarinus is. Sangarinus is just... A Down syndrome guy, probably from the east part of the Netherlands, so like a little bit the farmy, uh, suburban area, yeah. you know. And uh, <clears throat> and he has a wife. Uh, I don't know what her real name Romana. is. Romana. No, that's not her real name. She <laughs> oh. she she plays. He sings about a girl in every song, and he she plays the girl in the video clips, but she obviously just plays herself. But the girl in this song is called Romana. And the song is about that he wants to go on a scooter ride with Romana. There's also another song. It's about Marloes. And he wants to go take a shower with her. And it's, hey Marloes, ik wil met je onder de douche. Because douche <laughs> is that. That's how yeah. you say shower here in the Netherlands. Which is weird. Because I learned that douche in English or American way different is. <laughs> but the other thing is that makes these videos very cringe is that what they for all of them they always make a fully made music video for each one that kind of like a video storyline plays out a little bit. Like at the point where he's singing about being on a scooter, he's on a scooter. But literally every moment of the video, like in every section of it, it's like him in different places singing the lyrics and continuing to sing the lyrics. So every shot is him singing the lyrics and continuing and he's always at these different places and stuff and if you if you imagine it in separated sections it's kind of funny too you know what i mean like the guy just like comes over and sings like three lines or something then he just like stops and walks away goes to the next area <laughs> turns on the camera sings the next line and stuff like but, but all they do is sing there's never any there's like these exposition moments where they're just looking around and you hear the lyrics still going mm -hmm. anytime there's lyrics the video is focused on him mouthing the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> For every... And these... And I don't know... If you don't know Dutch music, they're usually pretty heavy on the lyrics. There's a lot of singing going on. There's not yeah. too it's many... Not like about instrument, it's not about the instrumental breaks and the... No, yeah. no, no. Because it's usually some synthesizer rhythm. Yeah, it's something... Bar it's barrel organ kind of stuff. So, okay, check this out. Opening to Romana, dancing sensually. Oh my gosh. But okay, this is just a special needs person that is doing the thing he loves. He got trolled a lot. <laughs> at, the, at the height of his career, it cost 2,000 euros to book him. This, this could be also a good case for the, like, this is proof of, like, the results of long-term incest. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily like they're fucking their brothers and that's how these people came up with like, you know, just the limited amount of families in the Netherlands in the old days. And the farm community is only breeding with their own and stuff. And eventually you get a higher chance of people like this coming out. His wife seems to have like the exact same thing he has. Also, I know people from this preset as well. You know I, I have I have seen people that have the same preset as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her. The same preset face, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you imagine those two fucking? Well, now I am. <laughs> <laughs> This is horrible. Oh, this is his move, though. 
Oh yeah, where he links his hands together and makes them work. Yeah, and he does it pretty cool. Good actually, he does it. He goes like this. Well, he probably practiced it for many, 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 many years. Like all the fucking time walking through the grocery store doing yeah. shit. We also have a very... <laughs> Some of these things, he just looks very concerned and he keeps looking off camera like something's happening. Yeah. He's got this serious look on his face. He's but not that, like... that's just a downy look, like he's not entirely there. That's entirely... Well, other times he's got it. He's like looking at the camera and smiling. And other times he's yeah, distracted and like narrowing his eyes or something. Like he doesn't yeah. trust that dog across the street or something. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? Whoa. Still in it. <laughs> Wood. Wood. Doesn't matter. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, throw it down, maybe. Yeah, this is actually a little bit dirty, too. It's a dirty song. Yeah. All the songs are a little bit uh, like a wing. Yeah. Tongue in cheek thing. Also. The Netherlands has a vast amount of okay. we call it internet gekkies. It's just crazies from the internet. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Of, but seriously, crazy people that you wouldn't even imagine existed, and they get very like almost famous, but not in a in a condescending way. They really give them a platform and everything. This is one of my favorite guys. Oh yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, mine too. I know. What's his name again? And no. Uh, Leef uit de Okay. <laughs> this is this is a guy who it's all in Dutch, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter the audio very much. This is a guy who cooks liverwurst and blocks of cheese in the microwave and then eats it right in front of you, but like it looks really gross. It's like a pile of shit. But he has a lot of videos of this where he just makes disgusting things. He like cooks things in the microwave together. Like I eat this at the end of every day. You just take this tube of liverwurst, and it's just like this, like, fucking meat paste, and he squirts it onto the plate through a hole in the thing, and then and mashes it together with, like, blocks of cheese and puts it in the microwave, and then just... <laughs> and the thing is, he, he is on, uh, on social wel- welfare. Yeah. That is also the part of his videos, that he doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah. But he wants to, but he wants to eat nice, so he puts liver sausage in the microwave. Yeah, so is, so is this a bit tongue-in-cheek then that he's doing this, or is he like a mentally disturbed person? He is mentally not entirely okay. 100%, okay. and he does this seriously, as in he does this to help people. Oh, I thought he, he was, okay, I see, people. I thought he was doing it to point out that like, oh yeah, look, I'm on welfare, but I'm not doing very well on welfare, look at what I have to eat, like, but no, Tucky, no, no, no. like, this is delicious, thanks government. Exactly. I thought he was doing that, but he's doing more of like, just... He's accepted his situation, and if anyone no. else is in the situation, this is a good thing you can eat. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's disgusting. Yeah, it is. But he generally thinks he's helping people. There was this other woman, I think her name was Joyce. She had a lot of crazy videos, but actually it turned out in the end that she is uh, an, an actress, and she was basically trolling all these people, like a middle-aged woman. She made all these crazy, crazy videos. He's eating liver sausage from the microwave now. Well, liver sausage out of the microwave in a big mixed-up pile. That's another thing Dutch people do. We like to mix take, up things. You yeah. will have a plate with, like, mashed potatoes, a side of peas, uh, bits of meat and stuff like that. They look at that, and they're like, huh. And they just take their fork and just rotate it in a circle and mix everything together in one big pile. And, and put then a, eat, a and huge eat ass pile of gravy on there. Put some gravy or mayonnaise on it and eat it that way. So what we're watching right now is a guy who basically did that with a microwave plate of liverwurst and cheese and, like, 
like curry powder and stuff and and he's just you're looking at a very gross fat guy just kind of sure, hope eating all this stuff find it, but meanwhile there's like some hard style music in the background <laughs> yeah <laughs> bow 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 Oh, that's funny. I don't remember what her name was. I will not find it with Joyce. Joyce Meyer Ministries. <laughs> no. No, that's okay. It's a Dutch thing. I have no idea. Joyce Life. Joyce Life? Whatever, I won't find it. I don't know. Life has Joyce? Hmm? No, Life as Joyce? Nay. No. Okay. No. Joyce Sims, a black lady singing in a graduation cap? Come into my life. <laughs> no. By life I mean face. God, I am confused. Oh, with man. God, I am confused with my life. Sermon, 2018. I thought it said, living a life that you love semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, we have a lot of internet uh, gekkies. In, just put in internet gekkies. Then you will find them. There's in English? A, well, not in English, but... Internet. <laughs> because there are, every month, there's a new one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, we should start going through these. <laughs> it's a half an hour long. Okay. We're not going to look for it half an hour, but it's just... Oh, my God. <gasps> <laughs> okay, it opens with a video of a kid smashing another kid directly in- down onto his dome with a baseball bat. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> I hate this intro. They use it every time. What the fuck is going on? Rijen, lopen. Rijen, zo tegelijk kruipen. Drie. Wees stoer of zo. Hallo, Mike, kom maar kruipen. Ik ben gewoon de wanhopende bij. Het is een Afghaanse familie, ze hebben bijzondere gewoontes. Er komt veel familie over de vloer. This is a family who have like people listening to hard techno as their neighbors above. Oh my god. Oh. That's probably No, that's that's one of those Muslim dances set to uh hard style music. <laughs> okay. This is all in Dutch. It's all in Dutch, so it's not funny. Never mind. So it's, it's well, I mean, for, for it Dutch... is funny. I find it funny. <laughs> but. Oh uh, my god. The top comment is Swarte Piet Love. Yeah, only because he wants to get a bunch of his answers. 39 thumbs up, zero thumbs down. Sick that you're here, Vikinger. Who the fuck is this, this motherfucker? Okay. He's a guy who posts lots of videos of Vikings. Okay. Season 5 trailer and stuff like that. He's got the whole fucking skinny thing. white dudes in trench coats. Wait. 
unless this is it's got a lot of subscribers unless this is the official channel for for some for, Vi- for the TV show Vikings well probably not oh maybe not maybe something unofficial where he's just obsessively uploading lots of uh... <laughs> that's fucking weird share I want to share your account to the world it's awesome <laughs> that's right oh my god yeah that, I think that's what I'm going to do for, for next week as well I'm going to try and curate some more of these fucking videos to try and make you laugh yeah sure do try and break your cynicism and if maybe viewers w- wish to sh- show me stuff yeah that they think I won't hate try and break try. her because she doesn't think anything's funny no because even this kid I still loathe him but the burp is funny. <laughs> damn right. Yeah, the damn right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, I'm telling you, if he, he is really the funniest thing. It's all we... Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. Comedy podcast. Successful comedy podcast. Successful you were right, Elliot. You were right. You were so fucking right, Elliot. <sighs> Young Elliot Roger, coming for your daughter. Got that Glock top, bitch, they call it cannon fodder. Bought the bus a shot at your motherfucking bitch. That bitch should've sucked on my mother. Fucking dick, bitch. I'll rep that 666, bitch. I'm going hard as fuck. Barrel to my head, nigga. I'm trying to just blow up, nigga. Young in cell, man. That shit is just so hard. When I hit that boulevard, man. I know I can't go far. I got that rope around my neck, man. Trying to end it all. But I can't do anything right, so I can't step off of this dome. I'm feeling all alone, like nobody cares about me. The only acknowledgement I receive is when they're making fun of me, nigga.